from downtown, this is Tim Kitsar from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, we have David here to talk with us about Crash Team Racing, Nitro Refueled. Get out of my preload, get into my heart. Gonna make so many Marios. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 177. We are your hosts. I'm Trey, the Jank is Universal Johnson. I'm Jeremy, Athenian Water, Mikowski. I'm John, Story Levels Knitter. We have a special oh. guest. <laughs> and I'm uh, David Golden Deer Walker. Golden Deer. That's the uh, yellow house in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Oh, okay, wow. The Golden Deer house. Nice. Stay golden, Golden Deer. Deep cut. Deep, <laughs> deep cut there. Nice. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, we're here to bring you a Nintendo news from Nintendo fans like yourself, like we are, and you are, as we do every week. But let's start off the week like we do every week and talk about... Man, there's a lot of weeks in that. Let's start off our show like we normally do and talk about what we've been playing. Uh, I wanna, I'm going to say one right now that David and I have in common. Actually, partially about why I asked you to come on the show. But uh, Crash Team Racing Nitro Refueled is out now. I've been playing it. I, I did like a four-ish hour stream of it last week. I think it dropped like on Wednesday. Or no, it was Thursday. How have you felt about that game, David? Dude, uh, so Crash Team Racing is another solid remake of a crash game i don't know how they're making these remakes so crispy they're so good yeah um it's honestly i think one of the biggest rivals to mario kart on the switch at the moment um mm. not counting uh sonic team racing team but sonic it racing. is team <laughs> sonic racing yeah no, I, it yeah, is, I fuck it it up very too. solid dude <laughs> it is really good i didn't get to play this game when i was a kid mm. i remember like going to some friends houses and they had a playstation one but i couldn't play crash team racing so now i get the chance to do that on my switch okay it's so good it is so hard why is this game it is so yeah. so difficult i don't yeah. understand how kids did this in the 90s okay so you so this is your first time to crash team right you didn't you didn't play it on playstation one no i saying? did not Wow. Okay. I was curious about that because I, I I snooped on your Facebook a little bit. I, was, I saw that you had it had it physical and all that. I was like, oh, well, we're going to talk about it this yeah. week. So you, and we had talked before about being on the show and all that. So I was like, well, you should come on and talk about this. I, I played Crash Team a little bit on PSP because it was uh, I had PlayStation Plus for PlayStation Three. Uh, they gave out all the free all the Crash games for free. Like you could mm-hmm. buy the uh, you could get the virtual console version for free. So I played it for the first time on PSP and I really loved it. Like I was like, wow, this is really good. This is like uh, it's a lot like um, Diddy Kong Racing, like the same sort of like adventure mode where you can drive to different things and all that's in there as well this time. But this time around, like I was playing and I'm like, holy shit, this game is fucking hard. Like I, d- I didn't realize how goddamn hard it is because like, yeah, it's like. 
we were talking about it before the show, but if you get into eighth place, you just got to restart. Like, there's no, they're really not into the rubber banding on this. Like, if you get down to a low spot, you got to start over again because you just, you yeah. can't, you can't come back. Like, I've never that's had to restart races yeah. more in my life. Yeah. No, you do. It's, uh, yeah. And that's what kind of, that's what kind of sucks about it a little bit on my, in my opinion, that's on like, I kind of would like it to be a little bit more lenient where I can like make my way back if I get, cause you're, if you're doing really well and all of a sudden you get hit by a bunch of shit, which will happen to you mm-hmm. like it would in Mario Kart and you're an eighth and you're on like the third lap and you're like, fuck, there's no way for me to get first. It kind of sucks for you to have to like restart and then try to get there again. But goddamn, yeah, the, the damage animations yeah. are insanely long in this game. Yeah, like getting hit by no, a missile sets you back like five places. Yeah, no, it, it is incredibly long. It take, I feel like it takes a long time for it to like stop flipping, like for the carts to mm-hmm. stop flipping over to where you can actually like start moving again. So I'm like, oh my god. And, and yeah, the, um, even like the, the turn boost is, is more complicated where like you're, uh, you yeah. have like one button to jump and then slide, but then you gotta hit another button to, to boost at the right time, but you can do it up to three mm-hmm. times if you don't like miss the other one. But there's also different gauges, like you can change the way it looks, you can make it look like the old one or the new one, or more like the nitro version, whatever. There's a lot of shit to it. Yeah, like I was like the one thing I had to get adjusted to, um, first thing when I started adventure mode was like getting used to that drift mechanic because like in Mario Kart eight deluxe, I'm untouched. Like sure. you can you can go into a turn at any angle and you can counter drift like immediately oh sure um when you're playing mario kart like you don't have to worry about pressing another button you just have to drift deep into the turn Mm. but this one um like you said you have to press another button you have to worry about the timing with it um depending on what meter you're using there's like three indicators to how you can get the triple boost but also if you get the boost depending on the turn you can also boost and like outer like more out into the drift you yeah, get yeah. a wall sometimes sure yeah so it's like it's very it's very bizarre it yeah takes, it's a pretty it's, big learning curve with that yeah no it's it's very complicated in that way but i think mm-hmm. uh i think it looks great like i think graphically they made oh, it look really really stuff. good there were a few times where i was like holy shit this looks awesome like i like where i like waited for a second i was like wow no, this this like race looks like phenomenal yeah but i don't on the like we were talking like you mentioned earlier team sonic racing i'm kind of in the position right now that i like i like team sonic better just because it's more familiar to me just mm-hmm. because i played a lot of transformed and i played a lot of all stars where i can just jump into t- sonic racing and i just get it you know it's not whereas like crash you can't really because i'm not really that familiar with it so i'm like it's just, yeah, it's like, it's not like second nature to me yet, where Sonic is. So it's like, and then yeah. like you were talking about on the, like the turn boosts and all that, like Sonic to where like you click the button, you can go like left and right and you can do like, you can do snakes you and curves snake like that really, levels, really well. Yeah. And I like that, but it's completely different in, uh, in Crash Team, Team Racing. Not saying mm-hmm. that it's a bad game. I'm just saying like it's, it doesn't fuck around at all. Like you gotta, you gotta know what you're fucking doing because it will destroy you. Like last week we recorded like right when the game came out. And after we were done recording, I was like, okay, I'm going to play Crash. And I'm like, I'm like, you can't just casually play ca- Crash. I found that mm-hmm. out there. I was like, I tried to do it and I just got my ass handed to me. And I'm like, yeah, like I was streaming like, All right, playing yeah. Crash yeah. Um, Adventure Mode for a little bit. And uh, I was talking to my chat while I was doing some races. And I was like, no, I got to, I can't talk to you guys right now. I need to do this race and then I can talk to you afterwards. Like, yeah. I could not multitask and do those races. Yeah. Yeah. No, you really, you really got to focus on it. But it looks, it looks gorgeous. Like they really, they really redid it well. It's just like, man, it just kind of pisses me off too. 
at the same mm-hmm. time. They really need a crash course team racing. They do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they kind of throw you right into it. There's not a whole lot of tutorial. Well, I mean, there's that um, there's that one guy that's like the board that has the feathers the or whatever. Aku, aku. Yeah, he, he'll like tell you shit that like you know already. Like after every race that you win, you know, mm-hmm. he'll be like he'll be like by the way, you know, if you were curve if you were turning in this way and hit this thing, it would do. And I'm like, dude, I know. I've been playing this race like it's like the twentieth time I've played it, man. I know it took me forever mm-hmm. to get this number one spot. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. All right. So I take it you were a you were a fan of you played the trilogy, right? The insane trilogy. Yeah, also? I got that too. Yeah. Okay. Does it look as good as as the racing one? I, I haven't played that one yet. Uh, it looks for sure. The models look a lot better than Insane. Well, the the models look a little more detailed than Insane Trilogy, but there's just as much love and respect put into this as Insane Trilogy. Oh, okay. Um, like we were, like you were saying with the tracks, I don't know why they made the tracks look so good. Who is this for? We're we're using this is the background of a racetrack. Why does this look so good? But Comparing to like the original, it's insane how much work they put into yeah. it. No, yeah, I like all it. these animations going on in the background. Sure. No, I mean I like it because I mean there was a long for the longest time there was I feel like there was people on the internet just swearing swearing up and down by Crash Team Racing, which I had heard mm-hmm. before I played it on PSP and I was like, I have to check this out because people are, you know, saying like, Hey, it's it's as good as Mario Kart, if not better. Or like even challenging like Diddy Kong Racing as well because of the adventure mode and, and having everything yeah. connected and all that type of thing. So, yeah. And, and also I, I have to mention it, you know, friend of the show, Janet, she did a, she reviewed it for IGN. So mm-hmm. it was really awesome oh, to hear. Yeah. It was really awesome to hear her voice on the, uh, on the video. I, 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 mm-hmm. I commented on it on Twitter for her, but yeah, I was like, I was like, that's rad to hear your voice on an IGN on, on video review. I think it's mm-hmm. probably the first one she's done so far, but it's cool. It's nice. Uh, She's doing she's doing good things there at IGN. Oh, One yeah. last thing I uh, will say about uh, Crash Team Racing that it's pretty uh, weak in regards is the music. The music is terrible. Oh yeah, uh, it's not memorable at all. Yeah, it's, it's not, basically it's not great. background noise. Yeah, um, they could have put more work into that soundtrack. But sure. Other than that, everything else is fine. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I don't remember. I honestly don't really remember any of the songs. So yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you on that. But it's you know I mean I the presentation is just amazing on it like. I love that. I just, I wish it was a little bit, little bit easier to get into. Is all I'm saying. I, mm-hmm. I'm not saying like you know, don't give me that get good or whatever on there, listeners. Don't don't be don't be at me on Twitter <laughs> and give me all that shit. But I'm just saying maybe maybe it could have been a little bit more approachable on there because, yeah, I don't like. Uh, I don't know. It, it kind of it bothers me with when a racing game like. You know, if you hit one or two things and you can't get back, that just kind of that bugs me. I was like, you should be able to. There should be some rubber banding in there, but not like, but not unfair. You know, which mm-hmm. which which many of the Mario Karts have been have been guilty of that as well. You know, especially mm-hmm. we. But but yeah, no, I mean, I think it's. I give it a recommend. Just uh, just be prepared that it's going to be fucking hard as shit. So yeah. I had to give it a recommend. Also, like a buy too, because there's also. Um, a lot of extra free DLC content coming, starting like in the beginning of July too. Like oh, we're nice. supposed to be getting um, Crash's girlfriend as a racer, plus all the trophy girls I think are going to be racers, plus think, a new. I think she's already in there. The the blonde Crash. I've I've been playing as her. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we're we are going to be getting more cups, and also uh, Spyro is going to be getting into the game soon too. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah I didn't. See that's going to be really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see him on there yet. I, I think because I think you unlock some some racers as you go through it as well. 
mm-hmm. aside from what from who's already there. But yeah, if you want like an incredibly like difficult technical racer, like it's up there. Would you? And you say you say you like it. You'd put it in number two yeah. under for Mario 40 Kart. Forty bucks. It's super worth it. Yeah, I think for me personally, I still like I like Team Sonic Racing better just because it's more familiar to me, and this one's too mean to me. But mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely it's. I don't think I can't think of any other Nintendo system that has had like three great kart racing on racing games on it, you know. Yeah. Like mostly it's just Mario Kart or nothing, you know. Or like you get or like Wii and Wii U you had Mario Kart and Sonic, but not Mario Kart and Sonic and Crash, you know. Mm-hmm. It's cool that you have three really tight kart racing games. And we're not even mentioning uh Horizon Chase Turbo, which is an amazing arcade racer as well. That isn't a kart racer, but that's another awesome kart, racing right. game. I thought about doing a top five uh, racing games thing on, on YouTube, you know, and, and including like Outrun, which is in there as well, you know, like fun shit like that. Mm-hmm. So there's also that um, Fast GTX or whatever mm-hmm. that one is. Oh, yeah. Fa- yeah. Was, uh, yeah Fast Armor. Yeah. Right? yeah, that was a uh, those launch. Those, those launch yeah, that e shop title looks like F-Zero, yeah. 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 We play that stuff at the Switch event. We did, yeah, with the one, the preview, where we got to hang out. It was, mm-hmm. like, in Fulton Market. It was cool. It was, it was like, so, it was great that they actually sent me an invite for that, so we got to play the Switch way early. And we recorded here at the Nintendo Main Studio right after. Right after nice. Sure did. So, yeah, that was a fun time. So, yeah, um, I, that's what I've been playing of uh, of Crash. I've been playing that. But I've also, I mentioned it before, I've been playing uh, Castlevania Two on NES, uh on the uh, Castlevania anniversary collection, I beat Ooh, I beat yeah. Castlevania too. I beat it last week. Well, actually, while I was editing last, yeah. last week's podcast, I, I beat it. But yeah, no, I made it all the way through. It's a uh, that game gets a lot of hate, but I think it's good. It's it's very much like Metroid. You know, you need you just need a map. You just need where need to know where to go. But it's a uh, but if you do, it's a lot of fun. Like I had a good time doing it. And once you get to Dracula, he's pretty easy if you have the right. If you, if you have like the right weapon, but and I know I I heard there's multiple endings. I just got the one that just showed Dracula's grave and said he was dead. But I think you can get better ones if you beat it quicker. I don't know what my like time was in the end because I did a lot of like save states and stuff like that. But but yeah, I've, so I've I've beat three games out of the Castlevania Anniversary Collection. So I'm almost at halfway. I played a little bit of Castlevania one after that, but I think I made it to like Medusa and then kind of just save stated and gave up after that but i want to try to get more into kid dracula i feel like that'd be a fun one to beat plus there's but there's so much shit happening right now there's there's so many things to play that it's hard to it's hard to stay focused on one thing but but i did i mean i beat that for the week and uh what else i i played i played a lot more time spinner like really dug dug myself into that i like that game a lot like that game's good like to the point well i played blood stain as well which we'll talk about after this but I like it better than Bloodstained as of right now. Okay, like, that's but I haven't. What I was wanting to hear. Yeah, but I haven't played Bloodstained as much. Like maybe there'll be more to it later, but but I like Time Spinner more. I've been. I noticed you jumping onto Time Spinner a lot when I was on my Switch. Yeah, Time Spinner has been great. No, it's uh, one of those things where I'm like, I'm like laying in bed. I'm like, I'll play a little bit of Time Spinner. I'm like, I'll play for twenty minutes. Like two hours later, I'm like, oh, two hours happened. No shit, I didn't. All right, fun cool. time. Yeah, no, it was. I just lost track of time. I was just fucking around, and I was like, "Oh yeah, no, now it's way later." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Well, apparently, I, I don't. I'm very much enjoying it because it's not like I don't feel like I'm. You know, I don't feel like I'm playing it like, or that it's it's not a burden to me. You know, and I, and it's not. I'll give it. It's probably not as long as um as as a uh, bloodstain, but I'm I'm about. I think I'm about to the end of it. 
and I'd say it's probably around like 10 hours, maybe a little bit more if you're trying to, if you're trying to like get a hundred percent and both of the different areas, which it's like two castles, but it's pre- past and present. So there's cool, some cool time travel stuff in there where it's like, here's the big bad in the future. So let's get rid of this one. So here's another one. Now we get rid of that one. So you're kind of like, you're kind of playing with the way things are affected between timelines and that's fun. You know, so like there's one part you need to get to later and you have to take somebody out. And then when you go to the future, the future's changed now. And you, you know, there's like different, you can find downloads and they call them downloads and letters and stuff that you can read up on the backstory, which I've actually been reading, which I don't normally do that in games. So I found it pretty interesting, you know, and there's a lot of like, there's side quests you can do where you have to like collect certain things from different enemies or like you have to kill a certain amount of enemies to like, you know, to do a quest for another person, which you don't have to do that to finish the game, but. But yeah, no, it's been, it's cool. It's really smooth and it's a lot of fun to play. It's half the price of Bloodstain too. I was going to, I was going to tell anybody who's like, I guess kind of divided on Bloodstain and just want to drop the 40. I'm like, just get Time Spinner. Just play that in the meantime. I That's guess. me. Yeah. I'm that guy. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun game. So yeah, I could probably, I mean, if I play it, I could probably beat it tonight if I was going to, I wanted to beat it before Bloodstain just because I didn't want to have to, you know, I wanted to go into Bloodstain fresh, but. It was a little bit longer than I thought, but it's a you know it's a chucklefish produced thing. So, I mean we've we've talked highly of them and previous on the show, so it's cool stuff. But um, I do want to talk about Bloodstain though for sure, just because it's been getting has been it's been getting a lot of shit on the internet right now. Bloodstain officially released for the Nintendo Switch, which is a uh, Igarashi's new um, Castlevania game that's not Castlevania. And it is officially out, and my Kickstarter uh, funded. Kickstarter funded, yeah, finally out. Well, we we talked about the um, what was it? It wasn't Circle of the Moon, but what was the one? It was a uh, Curse of the Moon. Curse of the Moon. Yeah, it was obviously a reference to Circle of the Moon. But yeah, we talked about the NES looking one that was kind of like Castlevania Three when that one came out. And I never made it all the way through of that one, but I did have fun with it. But same. Yeah, this is a whole different thing. So like. So I I went ahead and bought the game just because Oh yeah, and by the way, I did I went and did the Nintendo Switch Online game voucher for the first time. I did drop the $100 for two games. So Aww. I got I got Super Mario Maker and uh Dragon Quest Builders 2. Surprise, oh, okay. surprise. But yeah, right. those two. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, those are the two games that are coming out. That's the soonest Most one. Most recent, right. Yeah, it's the soonest mm-hmm. one that's coming out after Mario Maker, so I just went for Dragon Quest. But in I was in a creative mood. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In a yeah, very right. creative mood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I was thinking about it because I think total, because I, I mean, there's like six, there's probably like six games or maybe eight games that I'm planning on getting through the end of the year. Like Switch is like pretty hot, like through uh, the end of 2019. Like it's, you know, there's like, there's like Marvel Ultimate Alliance and like Fire Emblem and, and like Astral Chain and like Luigi's Mansion and, and, and Link's Awakening and, and Pokemon. So there's like a lot of stuff coming down the way. So if I keep doing the um, game voucher thing, I think I'll end up saving like 60, 80 bucks like total for it. So, you know, that's like a whole nother game on there. Plus, like if you put a hundred down, you get like an extra five dollars in gold points. So you get five dollars off your next thing. And I think I'm over 10 bucks for, gold shit so i can always use that for another thing if i want to which speaking of which it completely slipped under our radar the past two weeks but Catan is out now the yeah, uh I the board that. game and you're right jeremy you can't play it two-player couch co-op 
it's a single because you were saying because of the cards, like so you can't see yeah. the cards. Unless it had some sort of functionality with like mobile devices, you can't yeah. project the cards elsewhere. Yeah, no, you can't. I look because I looked at it and I was like, oh shit, because it, it dropped for twenty this week and I totally missed it. I guess I got you know I got two side. I saw it, spinner, but I also but... saw that for City is a night you have to pay seven dollars extra, which is I think it was the only five. I would mm. want to play. I thought it was five, but still, yeah, maybe there's, it's there's five, a DLC but it, it's thing. an additional fee yeah. to play the expansion. Yeah, I wanted to do couch co-op on it, but I looked at it and it said single player. It said you can only play multiplayer online. So I was like, okay. Yeah. You're, you're so unless we were yeah. in the same room using multiple switches with the, that's the only way we could do it. That yeah, yeah, and then true. we would have to like swap out our video feeds and all that. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I wanted to play it. I want to play it with Jess, but I'm like, well, yeah, no, I, I can't really. So, so I've like put that on the side. Plus, I. Plus, I got the two games and Bloodstain, so I was like, "Well, I'm obviously not getting anything else right now," you know. So mm-hmm. I decided to put that on the shelf. But I, yeah, it totally slipped past us. Uh, sorry, listeners, that we missed that one because I'd been talking about it for a while, and mm-hmm. yeah, it just totally went past us. And I was like, "What?" And that was there. But yeah, no Bloodstain. I felt I needed. To, I felt like I needed to play it just because uh, we needed to talk about it. This show. That's that's what I do for you guys for the listeners. I make sure to get get the game so uh, so we have the scoop on it, you know, if I'm interested in it. But so there's been a whole thing about the Switch port not being great. Some people are calling it unplayable even, which I don't know where that comes from. And I've watched I watched a bunch of videos like I played it on Switch for like 4 hours last night. I watched videos of the PS4 version on YouTube. I watched comparisons back to back. I feel like the game feels sluggish, but from what I can tell it's sluggish on both versions and my nickname when i said the jank is universal the game is janky as fuck and it's janky on all the versions <laughs> all platforms is what i'm saying like i've seen other friends other friends of mine on facebook i've seen putting people putting shit off of a uh, put, putting shit up off ps4 of like glitches all over the place and like shit just not working right it's it's on every version like don't i feel like people are just throwing the switch version <laughs> under under the bus because I feel like they're putting throwing the Switch version under the bus just because there's the graphics are a little bit why it wouldn't yeah. run well. Yeah. Well, I mean, the graphics are a little bit fuzzier. They're a little bit darker. Like there's not as much detail. But I didn't have any sort of trouble with uh, frame rate or anything like that. But I mean, I feel frame like, rate's the big thing that yeah. I read about yeah. that I was concerned with. But I'm telling you, the frame. But the but I've seen like sort of little frame rate skip stuff occasionally. But it's in the PS4 version too. Like I've seen it in both. So it's like. I'm saying the jink is there, man. It's 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 everywhere. It's no matter how the you're playing is it, strong it's with there. This one. Yeah, yeah. So that's that was that was what I took away from playing Bloodstained. Is that like, I mean, there's a lot of parts that I like about it, but it's still just. I mean, it's kind of reminds me a little bit of Mighty Number no. Nine. If you remember that game, it's got a little bit of that taste on it. You know, like that. Oh, uh, no. You know, the the like Mega Man that wasn't Mega mm-hmm. Man that you wanted, and then when it came around, it didn't feel quite was- right. That's kind of also Kickstarter funded. Yeah, yeah, another Kickstarter funded with like uh with the main creator of Mega Man and all that. Or Banjo Kazooie. Or I'm sorry, ukulele. ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's better than ukulele, but but yeah, it's, it has kind of has that same taste to me of of that where I'm like, eh, it's not quite there, but I, I don't think it's bad. Like I did I did have a lot of fun with it once I kind of got the feel of it, but it's definitely slow. Like I feel like it's a lot slower than Time Spinner. And I've seen people saying online that it's the slowest Igarashi game that's out there. Like it's definitely way slower than Symphony of the Night or Damn. any of the or any or of the, the Game D- Boy games, or yeah, or any of the DS or Game Boy games and that type of thing. So it's universal. I'm just saying, like, 
stop giving so much shit to the Switch version. If you have a Switch and you want to play it, get it on Switch. It's fine. It's fine. It's not broken. Like, I had no problem. I mean, I had the same problem that I would in any other Metroidvania game of beating the bosses. You know, you got to, like, you got to grind. You got to grind for a bit on the first couple bosses. That's fine. That's how those games work, you know? And I did watch you play a little bit last night, and it does seem like, you know, it's the same thing where, like, if you're not strategic about saving, then you're fucked and you have to go through a whole section oh, yeah, all yeah. over again. Oh, yeah, but that's how those games are. You just have to... Yeah. And and now you, if you saw me playing it, like, I was trying to... I was trying to get to the saves, and I couldn't get them at the right time, or I missed one, and, and I didn't know that one was, like, right next to me, but I didn't find it till later after I died a bunch of times, so you gotta be ready to go Classic. through the same area over and over again, but that's how those games work, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm, uh, I'm t- saying that I... I'm positive on the Switch version of it. I don't think it's broken, and and it's yeah. It's I'll, once you I think it's a forty dollar purchase. Well, I, I don't know how I don't know how long it is, but I've heard like people are putting like thirty plus hours into it. I watched some. Of, I mean, some of the bosses are. I mean, the first boss you fight is like this big like sea demon lady that has like a mouth on her stomach that you fight that shoots like worms out of it. Like it's ridiculous. It's like super ridiculous and super Castlevania on on acid, and I kind of love that about it. So. It's definitely there. If you want that Castlevania style game that's just like super over the top, you know, go for it. And yeah, no, I think it's worth forty bucks. Yeah, why not? Okay. It's and I think that's... it looks I think it looks pretty good. And even on the Switch side. And and uh, this is in our news part, but we can skip to it now, but but they've they've flat up said on Twitter that they're saying that they're gonna do their best to try to like make it better on Switch. Because guess what? They sold it on Switch more than they did on PS4. Surprise, surprise. And now they're like, well, I mean, that's why they're basically like saying like, oh, shit. Well, maybe we should try to make that version better because Mm -hmm. that's everyone who fucking bought it was on the Switch. I mean, come on. I don't know where they where they've been on that one. But yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what I've that's what I've been playing for the week. Who wants, you wrote uh, down whip. What does whip mean? Oh yeah. I was wondering the same. (laughs) No, you you get it. So you get a whip and bloodstained and uh it just like it bugged me out, like because you know in Castlevania you do the like straightforward whip, but in Ooh. that you whip the ground, and it's just so weird to me. Like you do like a down, it's like how you would do a real whip, like an and angular, you, and you crack it on the floor, you know, instead of like putting oh. it straight out, and it just weirds me out so much because mm. it doesn't feel like the classic Castlevania whip. So uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like strange. Oh yeah, and there's some other weird shit like uh, like whenever you go to a different area and you open a door. Like, you open the door, like, towards you, and your character kind of, like, moves around it and then, like, bends mm-hmm. back and the door goes by. It's, like, so janky. <laughs> like I the saw an- that. The animation like, of it is, like, I like looking at it. I'm, like, really? Like, that's that's what you guys thought was uh, – that's what you thought was a good idea for that? I'm, like, it doesn't – I'm, like, it doesn't look right at all. But, hey, you know, that was, that was your plan, man. <laughs> I don't know. It's just – yeah, it's just, like, parts like that just make me wonder, like, what were you guys thinking? I don't know. But yeah, no, the whip, the whip just doesn't feel right at all, and it does not. Yeah, it doesn't work at all, like uh, like it would, like you would think that it would. But uh, in a uh, on the other side, on Time Spinner, you can uh, you can upgrade your weapons and stuff, which I think is really cool. They have their own. Uh, oh, that's awesome! They so have the their weapons own themselves are upgradable. Yeah, well, I mean, they they level up. They level up with you, like they have a level system as well, and you have a familiar that levels up, which you get a familiar later cool. in Bloodstained as well, but. But yeah, like all of the weapons that you have in Time Spinner also level up. So like you have a you have like a special move that you can do which levels up and you have another passive move that you can equip which also levels up. So everything is there's just experience points all over the place. Everything's leveling up on there. And you can buy stuff that'll level it up later. You can like um enhance your orbs or whatever to make them more to make them stronger without actually 
grinding and stuff like that, which I thought was cool as well. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the whip. The whip is fucked up, man. It's weird <laughs> on there. Is he going to Devo to yourself while you use it? Yeah, whip, whip it good. No, it's just all just like cracking it on the floor. It's just weird to have it not like straight out for me. It just, yeah, didn't work right. Didn't seem right. Maybe that was like a copyright thing where like Konami, <laughs> Konami owns the straightforward whip. It has to be crack on the floor. Or just something to set it apart. Yeah. It's not a Castlevania game. Sure. Cool. Well, uh, you, you good, Trey? I can talk about what I've been playing. Yeah, go for it, man. All right, so of course I'm still grinding on the Super Famicom version of Chrono Trigger. At the my uh, nickname at the top was Athenian Water, which I actually wrote uh, the Japanese like spelling of it in my my name, but I, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. But uh, that's what I found out. Revive is in the Japanese version of Chrono Trigger. It's called oh. Athenian Water. Okay, yeah. You so that's like that's week. a difference between the U.S. and Japanese version, and it's a reference to. I looked it up. It's a reference to. How uh, in ancient Greece, that's when they first learned how to filter water or like purify water. So hmm. it's supposed to just be like the purest drink you could possibly have is Athenian water. And that's why it revives you. So that was my research. I found that out. And so I did learn the uh, kanji for it so that I could set up my um, my menu in that way. So I did finally consult a guide. I know as of last time I spoke, I had not, but I did because I wanted to learn what the different items were. So I did that. Nothing like story centric. Just I wanted to see a list of the items and their Japanese kanji counterparts. So I've actually gotten to the point where I can recognize ether. I can recognize potion and uh, revive and antidote and all that. Like I can actually just look and see it. So I learned that by researching this thing and having this window pulled up and it helped a lot in battle. So I've actually gotten further. I'm at uh, the Tyranno layer now, Mm. which is when you go right after you fight Magus, you get thrust back into BC again, 65 million BC. And so I beat Magus, which was a, was a whole challenge, but I finally figured it out. Sure. Yeah. So I beat Magus and I went back in time and now I'm like, trying to rescue all the people that the reptites stole. And this is the actual, like, this is a breaking point of the game. I think this might be, like, the actual, like, midpoint where you find out, you know, what Lavos is and you actually witness him crashing into the earth. Oh, okay. So I'm, I'm right at that breaking point where, and it's such a, such a poignant point in the story where, you know, you learn who the reptites are back in 65 million B.C., and it's almost like the reptiles and the and the uh, mammals are in a fight to see who's going to like evolve. Uh. And this is the level where the reptites lose and they get wiped out of existence pretty much. So it's so I don't know, it's cool and also sad. Uh. So that's where I am. I can't read anything that the story actually says as usual, but I know what's happening and yeah, I'm at a I'm at a breaking point of the story, so I keep playing it. I keep loving it, and uh, I keep learning a little bit more Japanese, at least from like a visual sense. You know, I still can't speak it; I still can't actually read it, but I can recognize the kanji, words. yeah, or, or the yeah, or what is it? Um, yeah, it's a, or it's a, it's katakana. Or, I mean, or, I've been, or, I've or, been or, calling or, it or, kanji, yeah. yeah, right. I've been calling it kanji. I don't know if that's true. It's Japanese characters. And yeah, there's different alphabets. Yeah, there's three but, different ones at least. But yeah. Without a doubt, that's where I've spent the majority of my game playing time this week is 
just focusing on that. I had to try Magus a few more times before I finally beat him. Mm-hmm. And so I finally beat him, and I feel like I'm definitely going to finish this game at this point. Really? So, wow, that's a... It's exciting. That's a bold that promise. I'm going to finish a Japanese <laughs> RPG in Japanese, but I'm going to do it. You should... So, uh, yeah, um, awesome. I know. I know you don't stream that much, but you should totally try to stream some of this. I know I some, should. Some I of the should. adventure of uh, playing through Chrono Trigger in Japanese without knowing the language. I haven't been able to get a good video signal with the equipment I have. That's why I haven't done that yet. But okay. if I mess around with it a little more and I figure out a better video signal, I will. But the thing is, I want it projected on my CRT while I'm playing it. Sure, yeah. The, split, the splitter that I have causes the video quality to degrade a lot not only what i'm capturing but what i'm viewing and so i don't know i don't know if that's just the equipment i have but sure i don't know it it, it detracts from the experience and i'd rather just have a good time with my favorite video game yeah so the way uh I, i don't think i don't think the tv that i gave you has this but the one that i use it has an output it has like a coax output so that's what i use like i said to the tv and then i have the tv send it back to the computer so that's how I was, I was able to do that, but I don't think that one has it. The, the one that the one I, I actually just have an AV splitter, which worked great before, but for some reason, I'm having trouble with it now as I set up my new setup. Mm. But anyway, Chrono Trigger, gonna keep playing that. I'll, I'm sure I'll have an update next week about that as well. But uh, also, I kept I've kept playing Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yes, yeah, so you, you know, played a lot of that. I, I was afraid. I was afraid that I was just gonna give up on this game, but I. I kept playing it and i realized as a roguelite i became more powerful over time because Mm. i was able to permanently upgrade my character so now i can easily breeze through the first level and i'm into the second level and uh it's great i am understanding the mechanics more i'm continuing to learn how each of the enemies work i can pretty easily defeat the first couple of bosses because i've learned their patterns so and I keep getting to hear the uh, shopkeeper sing yeah. all these great new songs. So really, to be honest, that's been a huge motivating force. Oh, yeah. No, the, yeah. Shopkeeper has to say with each new song. So I keep playing Crypt of the Necrodancer. I feel if I ever do actually defeat this game, if I get all the way through it, I'm going to buy Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah, I was wondering. Be... Yeah, I was going to ask you if that's like kind of swayed you more. And uh, thinking it's, about getting into Cadence, because if you understand... It's my long-term goal with okay. Crypt of the Necrodancer, Cause, cause to what, play Cadence of Pyro. Because what I've heard is that, like, Cadence doesn't really, like, doesn't really kind of, like, bring you into the world of Crypt of the Necrodancer. They kind of expect that you've already played it. Yeah. So it doesn't really... There's not a whole lot of hand-holding at the beginning, which is fine, like, if you understand the first game, but... So it's basically, like, if you want to get into that second one, you want to expect more Necrodancer and less Zelda, you know? But the soundtrack's awesome from what I've heard of it. And and last yeah. last week, like I used a I used a bunch of those uh, shopkeeper songs like for intros and outros and all that on oh, last yeah. week's show. So. I loved it. So yeah, I mean and then I realized I'd already used I had actually used one before from when uh, from when I got it the first time when it was full price. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, no those those are those are great. Yeah, no, I love the whole like uh you mentioned yeah, the whole like Final Fantasy Six, like uh the opera, the like kind rah, of operatic rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's badass. So yeah. Keep playing that game. I think I'm going to get my mileage out of it for whatever I spent less than four bucks. Um, it's definitely worth every penny. Uh, I keep playing Blossom Tales. I defeated the first temple um, 
not really like putting a lot of time into that game, but it's still beautiful. I still enjoy the storytelling of it and the graphics are just, I don't know. They're beautiful. They just sure they take my breath away. They're so they're a perfect combination of like old pixel graphics using new tricks to to be flashy and the frame rate's great and I don't know, the colors never seem to clash. Like I don't really know what I'm saying, to be honest. I just love it. The the visual presentation of it. So I keep playing that. Um I've been playing Mario Kart eight. I, I I don't really mention it a lot in the show because We've talked about a lot of racing games recently, but I've been pretty consistently playing Mario Kart 8 since I got into Birio Kart because I want to get all the gold <laughs> trophies. So I've got gold trophies for everything up into the uh, 200 CC. 200 is so hard, though. So that's where I'm at <laughs> now, and I've gotten two of those trophies, the very first two, you know, in each tier because there's like, I think it's like six on the top, six on the bottom. I've gotten the first one on the top and the first one on the bottom. So. Mm. I have 10 more golds to get, and then I'll have every gold trophy. Not really too worried about getting the three stars on top of the gold trophy. That'll be a whole new challenge, but um, I'm loving Mario Kart 8. Like, it's the cartridge that's been in my Switch for weeks. I have not switched back to uh, Labo or (laughs) Breath of the Wild. I just keep playing that, so I love it. I keep playing it, and eventually I'm going to be great at 200cc. Man, those corners, like you were saying earlier, you got to break. Uh, you got to break a lot, on right? You actually have to break because, like, I'm not used to breaking, but you have to. It's either that or you just run full throttle on your on your uh, acceleration and don't power slide. But if you do that, you're gonna lose. You have to power slide and break. Yeah, because it's it, really hard. It I'm could, trying to get good at it. You're going too fast that you'll just like fall off the edges. Mm-hmm. Like you'll see a corner up ahead of you and you have to start steering into it like way earlier than you're used to. So that's what I've been doing with Mario Kart and having a good time with it. I mean, definitely don't feel weird about buying it a second time on the Switch. I think I've de- I've played it more on the Switch than I ever did on the Wii U. Uh. And then lastly, like I said as my uh, <laughs> intro, I've got Mario Maker Two sitting on my Switch, just ready to play, but I can't play it yet. Me too. Did Did you get Did you do the voucher? Or did you just buy it? I did. I up? did not. I just bought it. You don't want to save those twenty dollars, man. That would have been the <laughs> smart thing to do, but my budget was not quite there, so I figured I'll bite the bullet and pay full price for Pokemon later. Mm. Oh, that, was, I, that was your I, other one, but. Mario Maker 2 is sitting on my Switch, just ready to play as of, what, 11 p.m. tomorrow? 11 p.m. tomorrow, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, this will be this episode will be posting right around that time, but anybody who's listening to this, turn, tune, your, tune to twitch.tv slash Podcast, and you'll watch Jess and I. We're going to do a release stream of it, so you can check that out if you want. I mean, we'll probably do mostly the story stuff, but... There might be some levels out there, too, so we'll probably mess around and see what we can find. We'll have a lot to say about this game next yeah. week, because we yeah. all, as we far have, as I know, we've all... We're all getting it, yeah. We've all got it. Already. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm going to do more streaming of it Friday night, so either if you or John are into it and you want to try to do some online stuff, I'd be okay. into that. Be cool. let, me, let me know if you'll be around. Sure. So I'll be doing I'm, I'll be doing Mario Maker, so it'd be fun to like maybe try some of the online if we can, like the friend stuff, but yeah. So but yeah, that's... I mean, that's what I've been playing this week. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I also 
got Mario Maker 2, but uh, I bought mine at GameStop, and they actually called me yesterday to remind me that it's going to come out tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> like you forgot. You're like, I, you're like, I do a podcast, man. We talk about it all the right. time. <laughs> <laughs> but they told me, I was surprised. They said they're going to, as I understand it, they're going to release it early. So they told me to get there oh. as early as 6 o'clock. Oh. Tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Oh, shit. Well, that's cool. Nice. So I, I don't know what that means, if they're going to just do like some kind of like special event at the store, or they got some kind of giveaway plan or whatever, and then it's going to actually release at 9, mm. or well, or can I get it at 6? I don't know. We but were, my, when we had Natasha on the show, like she, she mentioned something about that, that some people were doing like... I think they did that for Let's Go at some places where they where you could buy it like on Thursday, like in the afternoon, like before. Like I know she, I remember she mentioned that, so I don't know. Maybe that's a new GameStop thing. I mean, they got to do whatever they can to try to get people to hold on, right, <laughs> or to keep right, going yeah. there. And he made it sound like he was going to do some kind of giveaways or something too. So maybe I'll get one of those fancy European styluses. I don't know, but or one um, of those metal lunchbox, the lunchbox, right? Hey, yeah. lunchbox, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what, what happens tomorrow at 6 o'clock. I'll be there. And, uh, and I've been playing my friend Pedro a lot, and I'm liking that game more and more. It's just so stylish. And, have you played it or no? I've uh, seen a lot of stuff for it. I want It's on my wish list for sure. Okay. Yeah, it, silly is the right word to, to describe it. It's just like ridiculous amounts of, of violence, and it's all about the style. It's like entirely about the style. I talked about this a little bit last week, mm. but you just feel like it's like a I don't know an action ballet almost. You're jumping around, flipping and spinning and sliding down wires and crashing through glass. Uh, I got to a point where today there was a skateboard level, like so I'm riding on a skateboard and shooting these guys. There's another one where you're just like straight falling for the whole level. You're just like mm. you jump off a building and you're just falling and shooting enemies as you're falling. And nice, it's, uh, like, it's like downwell the, sort of. That game that Jeremy well, got, right? Like where you just where you just yeah. falling and shooting. Yeah, it's totally wacky and in the best way. So I've heard some people say that it's kind of a short game. I don't know. I haven't gotten to the end yet, but I would say even if it is on the shorter end, at twenty bucks, I feel pretty satisfied with what I've got. Because even if I beat it now, like I put like maybe three hours into it, I would want to go back and see if I could do it more stylishly. Yeah, I feel like that game has like some good replay value to it. Yeah, I think that's a game that's probably going to get really popular as far as streaming and YouTube and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because you want to just look as cool as you possibly can. And speedrunning, certainly. If you want to get through it really quickly, you know, there's certain ways to get through it more quickly and everything. Do you get, do you get like ratings like for each level? Like, do they give you. Like a, a yep. B S or whatever, so you they can do. They give it. you A B C. I've been getting. I've been averaging a C. Oh, okay, um, so you got a lot to you got a lot to learn on there. <laughs> you got a lot to learn. Yeah, not only that, but it's really funny because every time you do something like cool or remarkable, the banana will pop in at the side of the screen. Like it'll be. I'm. I'm gonna do on the webcam what the banana does. He just kind of like pops in like this. He goes like that. Oh yeah. In the corner of the screen, and he'll like have like a dumb face like. Like he's like shocked, like the shocked emoji or something, huh. and he just pops back out. It's really really funny. Like a like the toasty guy from Mortal Kombat, sort of. Yeah, like he just the toasty pops guy out. Like yeah, that. yeah, Dan. Ford. I have no uh, context for that banana, but my theory is the banana sets you up for failure, and I'm waiting to hear people's so. stories about that banana. The, I don't know. It, 
So far, it's not really explained to the banana at all. The banana is just kind of there. The bananas, <laughs> the bananas, Pedro, right? Or are you Pedro? Pedro? Yeah, like bananas, wow. the friend. Like you're not the friend, right? I do wonder if it's a reference to the whole internet trope of banana for scale. Like, I don't know. You use the banana to to uh, yeah, a banana for scale. So when something is shown online, like to show what size it is, you'll use a banana for scale. And so I wonder if that's like somehow like incorporated. <laughs> I just keep. I don't know. I just keep thinking of Iwata. That was my like, theory from yeah. the first time I saw the trailer. I was just thinking about Iwata's like hard stare on the banana. If you remember that picture, oh, of, yeah. of Iwata holding the banana and just like contemplating yeah. life or whatever. That's that's, yeah. that's what I think of uh, in, in the banana world. But yeah, so yeah, there's actually I just got to a level too where it's like the banana's home, like his home world, and it takes a total left turn. It's something really <laughs> weird, like. Banana it reminded planet. me. It reminded me Those of bananas. Like, well, it's like it's like Monty Python. Hmm. It's like that style of animation. Mm. Like oh, so it's weird like little, heads and weird weird things in the background, like cardboard cutouts, like moving around. Yeah, yeah. It's like takes a to- takes a total left turn from the John Wick kind of you know neon purpley vibe of what everybody's seen in the trailer, and now you're just like in this weird banana land from Monty Python, hmm. and you're jumping around and shooting cute things. I would like that level. That that'd be. In, yeah. uh, it's always nice to have a quick turn to a cute level where you can shoot friends of bananas and stuff. I'm into that. I like. Where you I really love the game. Psychedelic. Yeah, and then the last thing that I got, uh, sort of related to this show, is uh, I got a new chair, new office chair, new Jim, chair, new chair, new, yes. new, new gaming chair. Did you yes, get? Did you get chair, one of those? Uh, did you get one of those weird ones that everybody has, or did you get like a no. regular chair? Those ugly things. No, <laughs> I got a regular chair. It's a it's a Simmons Beauty Rest chair. Okay, I always wondered about. Uh, I was going to say you needed some some of that. Some, yeah, some Beauty Rest <laughs> is that an insult? I yeah. don't know. <laughs> well, if you've ever listened it's to the Nintendo main compliment, <laughs> if you ever listened to the show and you heard like like some squeaking in the background, more likely than not, it was my chair that I was sitting in because I was sitting in just a regular folding chair for the longest time. Oh, okay. I never, really, and, uh, I never really heard it. Actually, I hear my chair more than anybody else's, but I think that's just because I know what it sounds like. And when I'm editing it, I'm like, I know what that is. That's me. I did that. So, <laughs> so it's uh, yeah. it's good, though. Are you playing? I mean, is that what you're going to use to play, like, Mario Maker and all that stuff? No, I usually just lay on the floor. Oh, okay. Games. <laughs> well, I mean, but you'll have it. You'll have it for when we're playing, for when we're playing, for when we're on the show, so. True. Yeah, I don't really, I don't really game from my chair either. From my desk chair, I just sit here and talk to you guys. I love my chair. I use it for everything. So there you go. And it's a shitty chair. someday I need a new chair. You got to win one from those Twitch cons, man. <laughs> I did win a headset once, but I didn't claim it. Yeah, I won a, I won a Smash Brothers once. Oh yeah, we gave it away last week. So is that what you got for the week, John? That's it. So uh, David, we talked, we talked a little bit about Crash Team Racing, but. uh you have another game that you've played that no one else on the show has played. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I got to play a good amount of um, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, the Black Order demo. Nice. That was at a Best Buy for the post E3 event uh, that Nintendo did. Because Nintendo always has something with Best Buy after E3. Uh, whether it's first party content. Usually it's first party content, but this time they went third party with Marvel. And... Um, yeah, so I got to play that demo. There were like 13 characters to choose from in that demo. I know they had Black Panther, Storm, Iron Man, Thor, 
uh, Captain America, Spider Man, Miles Morales, uh, Deadpool, Star Lord, I think I said Star Lord, uh, Groot and Rocket, Captain Marvel. They had like a whole bunch of uh, characters to choose from for that demo. And um, it was just like a regular level where you got to run through. There were like uh, ninjas, uh, Jessica Jones was there, uh, Iron Fist was there. Luke Cage popped in a little bit nice. at one point, and uh, it was it was up to four players for that demo, and uh, you get pretty much got to try out every character. Uh, so the way the game plays, did you guys play like the original um, two Ultimate Alliance games? I, I did. Like, yeah. Well, I played a. I mean, I played a X Men Legends one and two, and I played Ultimate Alliance one and two as well. But they're very much like a Diablo, right? Like I know Jeremy's played yeah, Diablo three. Yeah, it's just top down. Mm-hmm. Um, for this one though, it I had a couple moments where like the perspective changed from like isometric top down to like there was one section where it became kinda like uh the camera panned out and it was like side scroll kinda. Um it was like still like on a plane. It became kinda like um a two D fighter type oh, okay. of thing. But then it like switched back to the camera viewer was like top down. Hmm. It was really cool. All each of the characters plays there was like the characters that can fly. If you double tap the jump button, you can um just get a little bit of air that way. If you're playing with like any of the spider-based characters, they'll swing. Mm-hmm. Everyone has like if you press down like right bumper and then any of the face buttons, everyone has like four special moves they can do. Yeah. yeah. And also all the characters have a skill tree. So depending on what characters you're using, everyone has a skill tree you can uh, level up. There's also like upgrades you can put on certain characters too. There's like a lot of depth um that for sure you can get into that game that people for sure couldn't do in the demo. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, for me, I didn't really get into the first uh, two Marvel Ultimate Alliance games back then because like, I wasn't too big into the comics and also the MCU didn't exist yet. Yeah. Uh, so uh, because it's a big thing now and everyone's more familiar with those characters now, of course, is a great time for this game to even come out. Uh-huh. Um, so um, I feel like the game is going to do pretty well on Switch, especially considering, like I said, we're at a time where Marvel is so big now and, um, the game plays well enough to where you can just like play with a Joy-Con on the side. So you could play two player almost at any time with this game. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So the Switch is like a perfect system for it. Mm. Did you did you guys play multiplayer at the demo? Like, was it, did they, yeah, we got to play, I got to play like, um, so if you're playing sing, if you happen to be playing single player, it's always four players on screen. Mm. Um, but they're uh, they're just AI controlled, and you can just hop between the characters that you choose for your team. Yeah. Uh, but then if you're playing two or more uh, characters, they just fill in the spots. So we were playing at least four players at a time nice. for, uh, throughout the demo. And also there's um, synergy moves. So like certain characters uh, vibe better with other characters, mm. or um, they have like perks for being with other characters. Like a Star Lord and Groot and Rocket are on the same team. They get a buff when they do their super moves at the same time. Yeah. Or if like any of the Spider characters are on the screen at the same time, they'll get buffs for that. Mm. And then also everyone has like an ultimate move. And then if uh, everyone's gauge is filled at the same time. You can also chain the moves together, so like uh, one person can do their ult, and then uh, everyone else can trigger theirs at the same time. So then it pretty much just fills the whole screen with just a whole bunch of moves going on, and then like you can do like thousands mm. of um, amounts of damage on like all the character on the screen. So it's just really flashy, lots of chaos. Um, also, it, you do kind of lose your character a bit on screen, mm. like it's a bit of a button masher type of game, but sure. it's also like a I think it would be a great game to just, like, get some friends together 
maybe like just play through the game in like one or two like one or two goes mm. probably yeah. that's probably how i'm gonna do it yeah and, and there's online multiplayer multiplayer too which is really really good yeah yeah and i was i was so surprised and it's a switch exclusive also so i was like yeah i was surprised that they got that for from marvel mm. and all that i thought that was really cool i mean that was cool for me because i've been a big marvel and nintendo fan for a long time so i was like yes my two favorite things are together together Apparently again the, the main game is gonna have like 31 or so characters in it too plus a couple of dlc um additions coming later like i think fantastic four and some x-men characters yeah and uh, some other characters too yeah that I, I i talked about it before it bums me out that the that the ff isn't going to be there at the very beginning because fantastic four is like probably my favorite comic of all time so it's like really bums me out to not have them on there. And the thing is my favorite superhero of all time. So I'm like, and then they also, uh, gave out these, uh, oh, nice. chance. Oh, nice. Pretty out of focus, but yeah. Yeah. yeah it's oh, you kept focus. it sealed. <laughs> <laughs> I got like a, yeah, I got a, uh, like one or two of those. I think, uh, yeah, there was some, they released a list of them a couple, a week or two ago, but there's 34 playable characters in the game. So 34 playable characters, 27 bosses, and 11 non-playable characters, and then DLC after that. So, so is Jessica Jones a playable character? She is, yes. Wow. That's kind of cool. I believe so, right? I mean, I saw her in the trailer. In the demo, she was an NPC, and Luke Cage was also like NPC dialogue, uh, so I don't know if they uh, will be playable. Uh, well, well, Personally. I'm looking at the list right here, and Luke Cage is on here. I thought that Jessica Jones okay. was playable too. I'm pretty. I'm gonna say right now on the show that I think she is because I'm pretty sure I saw that the Treehouse stuff that they were doing at E3. I'm pretty sure that she was on somebody's team during that. So maybe they'll like uncancel her show. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> popular yeah. enough. No, you know uh, Disney's gonna throw. Netflix under the bus big time when they do Disney Plus later this year. That's the whole idea. And I'm already on board for that because all the Simpsons episodes of all time will be on there. So, I mean, I don't I don't pay for Netflix right now. I mean, just does, but nor do I. But I'm uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm on board for Disney Plus. Plus, they're going to have all that other shit on there, too. So, yeah, that was definitely out of the two Marvel games of E3. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 was definitely my favorite out of the two of them. Yeah, that one's been getting a, a lot more buzz than uh, the other one. The other one, I mean, just as, looks, as a couch co look it bad. Looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I don't know if there's anything quite like it on the Switch as far as couch co-op. Goes. Other than like just straight up Diablo. Yeah, 3. I was say like Diablo. I guess would yeah. be the closest thing. But I'm no. I, I mean, I I really enjoyed those. Uh, I really enjoyed Ultimate Alliance one and two, and uh, and they're fun. Like they're really fun to do co co-op, and yeah, you can do online as well. So. And it's and I hear it's fun to play single player too. So and it looks it looks cool. I like the way the characters are designed and all that. And, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to be in there. You know, you're going to have like Magneto and like Kingpin and Venom and like all the many many bad guys to fight. And I like that stuff when they bring the whole when they bring Venom, Venom, together. Venom. Yeah, and that doesn't come <laughs> out until like I think July 19th or something like that. So yeah, it was a very that was a very early demo. It's right next to because uh, yeah, I was like it's it's right next to I think it's like a week away from Three Houses. Mm-hmm. A Fire Emblem. They didn't have that there, right? At, at Best Buy. No. Are you Are you a fan of Fire Emblem? Um, I've never played a Fire Emblem, but I will probably check this one out because it looks like a great anime. Oh yeah, so. no. <laughs> well, I mean, I'd say all of them are pretty good animes. Yeah. But yeah, no. I just you mentioned it earlier on your on your middle name, so I was like, 
I was like wondering like how you know how much of a fire emblem person. Yeah, I'll check it out though for sure. Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely. I I have to. I just I've played most of the fire emblems. I've never mm-hmm. finished any of them because they're incredibly difficult as well. But Same. I really enjoy playing them when I do. I got really close on that game, that first Game Boy Advance one, but I kind of fucked myself over myself over because I didn't buy the right amount of weapons, and in that one, <laughs> your weapons break, and if you don't have the right amount, you're fucked at the end. So you can't fight anybody, and you just have to watch yourself die, which is always awful. <laughs> Fire Emblem. Is there anything else you've been playing that you want to talk about or purchases? Nothing too much, other than uh, I've been playing. Uh, some Hollow Knight to try to get ready for Silk Song because oh, Silk okay. Song. I saw the uh, Treehouse demonstration for that. That looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm probably like three fourths of the way done with Hollow Knight one. So, mm-hmm. trying to just zoom through that. If you have not played Hollow Knight yet, I highly recommend you play Hollow Knight. It's like one of the best Metroidvania games on the system right now, in my opinion. I hear it's I hear it's incredibly long mm-hmm. too, right? Like it's uh, it is a lot to it. Yeah. I like uh, my girlfriend recently um, just finished it and she logged like 60 hours into it. Yeah, it's it's And long. that's like for her first playthrough. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I, There's I a have lot of, a lot of hours in there. Yeah, Jeremy and I both have it. Like, uh, we do own it. It's kind of a, it's got a steep learning curve at the beginning is what I'd say. Because I think I got to about Green Path. I think that's where I was. And mm-hmm. I was kind of I kind of gave up after that because I was like I was not doing very well at all. Like I was. Yeah, there's my, a lot of uh, things comparable. There's a lot of things comparable to like uh, Dark Souls, obviously, because um, when you kill enemies, you get uh, materials that you can use to. Um, you when you kill enemies, you get materials you, that you can use to buy things. But then when you die, you lose all your stuff. But you can go back to where you died to get your stuff. But if you die on the way there, it's gone. Hmm. Um, as like Dark Souls. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. But also like yeah, it's it's kind of like a classic, uh, classic retro game type of difficulty too, where it's basically. Um, the enemies don't have that many attacks, but if they do them at a certain type of like, you just got to get their patterns down and then you just got to have the patience to take on what's thrown at you and you can do that. So mm. also the art style and the music and everything about that game is just amazing. So yeah. no, I definitely, for, definitely, the, yeah. for the price, it's a lot of content for like 20 bucks, I think is the most it costs when it's not on sale. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's cheap. I I got it when it was announced, and I think it was around twenty. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's not a not too. I much think I got it on sale because I had a friend that, that I work with that was highly recommending it. Which, just like Trey said, I I think that the, the, there was so much going on at the time, and the, the learning curve was so steep that I mm-hmm. kind of gave up on it, which I don't feel great about. But I do own it. You still have it though, so you can return to it. It's still on my Switch. I thought about a. We I was thinking about mentioning it just because you know with a with the um I haven't deleted Hollow Knight but you know with like only having so much space on your on your card for your Switch uh, I had to drop some games off my Switch this week to download Bloodstained because actually weirdly enough Bloodstained has a higher uh, gig capacity than uh, than like Dragon Quest Builders two or Super Mario Maker two which is crazy they both of those are like less than a gig it's insane I can't yeah. believe that but I I uh, officially deleted Fortnite off of my system <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to announce that on the on the on the show i thought it'd be funny i was like i'm uh, not gonna I didn't even delete Fortnite yet i'm like i'm not gonna play this game anymore so i, I cut the cord on Fortnite. yeah i actually think i <laughs> deleted that a long time ago because it was like 15 gigs or something like that i also deleted ease i've already beat it but it did break my heart to delete ease because i love that game but uh but yeah you no, didn't I, lose your save file though right no i still have my save file but it 
I always like the idea of it still being on there and I could just play it and wouldn't have to re-download it. I do um, wish you could just throw your extra stuff on a separate hard drive and yeah. bring it back. Yeah. I mean, I guess you, if you had a, I guess if you had a different card and you wanted to like f- switch them, but I that seems Hot too swap. complicated, you know, for me. But yeah, Sounds no. Like somebody wants to go physical. Me? No. No, no, I'm not a physical person at all. I like I'm all digital, dude. I considered it with Mario Maker <laughs> 2 and I discussed it last week that Target was doing the uh, pre-order bonus where you yeah. can get a metal lunchbox, but everything I'm reading online just gives me anxiety even thinking about it like I have to be there when the store opens and even though like you can't like uh, do in-store pickup like they actually when I mentioned it last week I thought that was just like I got in at the wrong time mm. but no they they're not allowing it for the lunchbox reasons. Oh. So you can do in-store pickup, but you're still not going to get your lunchbox unless you show up while they still have them. Oh, weird. Mm. So it's not guaranteed. So if someone went in and just bought it off the shelf before you showed up for your pre-order, they could still take, yeah, they could take the lunchbox before you. That's BS. Mm. And you definitely can't get it shipped to you. Hell no. Unless you buy it on eBay later. Yeah, for a lot more, right? <laughs> that sucks. I don't care about that lunchbox. I mean, I do. Actually, I really want it, but yeah, I don't care about it enough to stress about it like the NES or the SNES Classic. Hell no. Yeah, you just got to do it. You just got to buy it later for more. Good... Nope, never gonna have it. Never gonna see it. <laughs> don't care. It's just a lunchbox. It's yeah. just a metal it's, vessel it's for cool, my though. sandwich meats. <laughs> Which, how often do you need to bring lunch to your? Never. I mean, I mean, you work at a restaurant. You don't need to bring lunch. You got lunch everywhere. Never. There. Yeah. I make lunch for myself every day. I was going to say, quick, quick, fun, funny story. Uh, you know, Mario Maker on Wii U, I think, was the first digital Nintendo game that I got, but I didn't just buy the disc because mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to have it on my system at all times and I wouldn't have to, like, wouldn't want to swap the disc. So, so it was Mario Maker 1. That was the beginning of that for me of my whole digital world, the digital life. That's that I live in where now. I was at with this too. Yeah. I just wanted to play it immediately when I get home from work on Thursday. Yeah. And it's going to be sitting there waiting for me. Yeah. And you want it on there at all times. Yep. So, I want a hot swap between whatever I'm playing and Mario maker. Cause yeah. I know for a fact that's going to be, I haven't played it yet. It's going to be my game of the year. I guarantee it. From what I heard, it sounds. I think I'm about there. Sounding pretty that's a awesome. Steep statement in June for me. Yeah. Not, well, not so much. I don't know, man. Luigi's Mansion 3. I'm really... I think that one's looking wonderful, too. As an aside, I did make these three myself. You made a Mega Man. It was the one beneath it. Mario? <laughs> I mean, I can... These are the big things. Oh, oh yeah. You got cool. a Wario? Oh, or, or, excuse me, Waluigi? Close. That's yep. John's favorite character right there. Ugh. Waluigi. So I bought... I So I went... There's this, uh, re, this uh, store in my town where I live, I live in a university town. Well, we all do, but, um, I live in, you know, central Illinois and we have the U of I and, uh, they have all these art supplies that are extra at the end of every semester and they just donate them. There's actually the store that you can go to called the idea store and they exclusively sell like parts for art supplies that were ex- excess that were donated. And I bought like perler beads, uh, and the boards for them for less than two dollars. And with that, I made this Yoshi, I made Mega Man, and I made Waluigi. <laughs> I can't see the Yoshi. Bring the Yoshi to the camera, please. Yoshi is my favorite one that oh, I made. That's beautiful. Nice, nice, very cool. 
Dope. And uh, I don't own an iron, which you need for perler beads. So I don't recommend doing this, but because I'm a professional cook, I'm capable of doing this. I actually heated up a frying pan on my stove till it got like screaming hot. Oh, and then you push it on that to melt the beans. Yep. Oh. Don't do that. But that's how I do it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, don't do that, kids at home. But uh, if you guys are good on stuff for the week, let's take a break and then we'll come back and talk about the news. Sounds good. All right, cool. dare hit that 30 second forward button tired of hearing ads on here well if you donate to patreon.com slash nintendo main podcast at the five dollar level you can get rid of the ads you can listen to the new episodes ad free and you can hear all of the secret stuff that we've been doing on there also i'll put the drunk monday episodes on there as well so you just have one rss feed to hear everything that you want to hear from the nintendo main podcast network what are you waiting for go there now Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast, where you can hear new podcasts the way God intended them to be. With no ads and a higher bit rate, you'll even get to hear the episodes earlier than the free feed. Check it out. It's not growing. What do you mean? Oh, uh, the question mark block. I hit it and the, the bean popped out of the top, but the vine didn't grow out. Oh, I guess it must be a podcoin. Wait, what is podcoin? Well, podcoin is an app where you can make money listening to podcasts. Like, you can listen to podcasts like us, Nintendo Main, or Drunk Monday on there. And uh, many, many other podcasts that you like to listen to. Basically, the way it works is you get points. You get a point per every 10 minutes that you listen to of a podcast, and you can use your points to donate to charity. You can use it to buy Amazon gift cards and other stuff like that on there. And uh, if you want to get an automatic 300 points, you can use the code Nintendo Main, and you'll start with 300. It's Nintendo Main. That is our code. You can check it out right there. You can find it on Android or iOS. Check it out. Wow, I was just trying to get the cloud world. talk about the news this, this is the news i promise you it is the news that's our theme song which you'll probably hear that on there maybe so, <laughs> so there's there's a big thing that's been happening on the internet big response to 
a small little announcement. I guess it was E3 or it was like post E3. We have barely even talked about it at all on the show, weirdly enough. I've, I've been keeping wanting to talk about it, but I keep forgetting. Um, and I want you to weigh on this win on this as well, David. But uh, so Pokemon, the new Pokemon game, Sword and Shield, is not going to have the full Pokemon decks on there. Have you heard about that? Yeah, I've been talking to a lot of uh, friends about that who are big into Pokemon. Yeah, what what are they calling it? Dexit now? Is that like the official? It's character? literally called Dexit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I just didn't I didn't really think about mentioning it just because I don't really care that much, but apparently a lot of people do. Like uh, a lot of people. Yeah. So I mean, I understand. Yeah, there's where you can carry on your Pokemon for like from one game to another, and I I like Pokemon a lot, and I mentioned it to you as well, David. You you like it as well, and it's like. For me, I just like I just like using the Pokemon that they give me for every game. Like that's kind of how I do it. I just play in the world that they that they give me, and I play it to the end. I'll do a little bit of the post game stuff, and then I'm good with it. But a lot of people are like they feel like the the full game is like the intro, and then the post game is where the real game is, and that's where you bring in all your friends and all that. So I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? About like not being able to have all the all the guys in there? And I don't think they I'm specifically. <laughs> yeah, I know you. Care, I think John. you know what I don't care as a as a gamer like directly but i do think it's against the whole universe of pokemon not to be able to take your pokemon you know like people become emotionally invested in their characters Mm -hmm. that they choose and like their their party and everything so to me it does seem like kind of a slap in the face if like you can't bring this party that you've been using for x amount of years into the new game yeah I was like, I will say as an ignorant Pokemon casual that I feel like the vast majority of people that will buy Pokemon Sword and Shield do not care that the National Dex is not going to be in the game in the beginning. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty I'm in that sure same camp. vocal that, minorities. Uh, yeah, I, f- I feel like it's like a very vocal, hardcore audience that's probably in their 20s or 30s that really care about this. Mm-hmm. All of the kids that weren't even around before Sun and Moon. Or before X and Y or Black and White, they don't care. Mm. Um, a lot of people that play it, Let's Go, won't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, like um, the amount of Pokemon that they will have in the game in the beginning will be fine, and everyone will get over it. Yeah. But like I like like you said, for a lot of people with Pokemon, the base game once you get that championship, the game has just begun. Now yeah. you will start training, you will mm. start farming, you will start breeding. Yeah. And you will get Pokemon ready for nationals because 2020 Pokemon nationals for the video game, like competitively, that's where the national decks not being a thing will start to matter. Yeah. Maybe. Like sure. I said, I'm super casual. I don't even care about Pokemon <laughs> national competitive play, yeah. but like the amount of work people put into their Pokemon every single game to go into competitively in Pokemon and try to make money off of this game mm. is insane. Oh, yeah, and it's yeah. mainly, I feel like it's those people who care that much, really. Um, yeah. But it's like, with Pokemon Home, I feel like there's a lot of stuff with this whole Pokemon thing that Pokemon Company has not told us yet. Yeah, like I think the, the base thing that they've said is not every single Pokemon will be able to be in this game from the get-go, mm. right? I feel like they're not I feel like Pokemon Company isn't that stupid, right? Yeah. Like I feel like they know. They're like in the comp- like in the inside they're like we got to put every single Pokemon in this game mm. at some point. This is the new frontier. We're not on the DS anymore. We got to get them on here. We got to find okay? a way to do it, right? We got to get it. Yeah. So I feel like Pokemon Home is going to be 
the way they do that, right? Mm-hmm. They're probably going to be like, you can get all your Pokemon from every single game, put them on the home, but you can't put all of them in Sword and Shield yet, right? Yeah. You can trade them on home, you can do everything you want, but they all can't be in the Switch game yet. So I'm thinking over time, like with Go, they're going to slowly patch in Pokemon like by either Gen or by like whatever. Like maybe every couple months we're going to get like another couple hundred Pokemon put in. Mm. I don't know. But slowly over time, I feel like people will be able to put their Pokemon onto the Switch game. But just in the beginning, they won't be able to. Yeah. I mean, that's how I feel about this whole thing. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I I feel the same way that you do on that. But. And I wonder, like, because, you know, like, Pokemon Let's Go, like, you could bring stuff on there from Go, but you couldn't do it until a certain part of the game. Like it was Yeah, like, post-game. Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't get it to get to it till you got to a certain part. So it's like, maybe it's something like that. I also want to mm-hmm. know, like, who's getting left out in the rain here? Like, who's not? Is it like... Uh, the tr- cake. Is it like Trubbish? Is uh, Garbodor? Are they not making it over? Or like Silcoon? Or who's the... <laughs> I want to know what the, the list of Pokemon that aren't making it to Sword and Shield. That's what I want to know. I, I mean, this is a side note, but did, did you guys see that? Uh, did you see that thing where like they put every Pokemon up and you voted for them, and there was like five of them that got like no votes? Yeah. Did you guys see that? Yeah, like, I didn't yeah. see what the five that didn't get the votes. Yeah, were. out of that giant Twitter poll, there were I five think, that did not get any votes. I think it was. I think Silcoon was one of them. <laughs> That's why. Also, I mentioned Pikachu that one, was but... not in the top ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Pikachu is super basic. <laughs> Pikachu is right, not as popular. Which as... I thought, yeah. you know, as like. You were saying I'm kind of a Pokemon outsider. I thought Pikachu would be up there in the top three. Nope, none of the uh, the intro Pokemon are in there. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, none, so, none, yeah. none of the starters or yeah, yeah, none of the starters from the first game. So the number one was um, number one was Charizard, mm-hmm. of course. Which is, which is hey, I like Charizard. I think Charizard is pretty. Rare. Yeah. So it, so the top. So I think yeah, Charizard won the contest with Gengar. Gengar's cool. Arcanine, Bulbasaur, and... Uh, Eevee's up there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Charizard, Gengar, Arcanine, and Bulbasaur. The Arcanine is on here twice for this one, so... Eevee's definitely... I'm surprised at how popular Bulbasaur is. I like Bulbasaur. I, but, yeah. I mean, well, Bulbasaur was my was my very first starter in uh, Blue when I first played it. Mm-hmm. And that's me coming into it not knowing anything at all about Pokemon whatsoever. I just, I don't know. I don't know why I picked Bulbasaur. I thought he looked cool, I guess. <laughs> as cool as he could look on an old, old-ass old Game Boy, you know, mm-hmm. in like 97. But Well, then I must be wrong. I thought none of the starters, but that's not true because Bulbasaur is in there. That's what, um, yeah, that's comicbook.com says. They also put Arcanine but it was actually in here. Yeah, so it was actually know. one of the people I went and saw uh, Detective Pikachu with, my, my coworker Tony that's super into pokemon and he's more into the cards than the game but he the the video game but he was like so i want to see if you can call if you can tell me who's in the top five and i got them all wrong Mm. i was like i was like evie's got to be in there somewhere so evie's in the top 10 i think but i thought evie would be like third second or third and i definitely thought pikachu would be in the top oh it was uh blaziken was number five that was oh, the, one, the one that I missed. Good. So it was, yeah, it was, um, and well, Charizard, that's a starter. I mean, Charizard's number one. So yeah, there's yeah. obviously a, a starter yeah. in there, but yeah. But, but the ones, the well, ones, that's Char- not Charizard. Yeah. But the, uh, the ones that didn't get anything, so I thought was, where are they? Uh, Silcoon, Goth, Gothita, Electric, and Young Goose. 
for the four Pokemon that didn't get a single post. I just thought about this because uh, when we had Fuchsia on here and we were talking about Animal Crossing, she said that every Pokemon is some person's favorite Pokemon, but I guess they didn't get to that Twitter Twitter poll quick enough. Whoever whoever Mm -hmm. loves Silcoon. I mean, Silcoon looks all right. You know, he's like a... It's it's like a cocoon, but with spikes. You know, I thought it looked kind of mm-hmm. cool, but it's not my favorite. I want I, I haven't looked at the whole list, but I want to know where my my favorite Pokemon all, of all time is Alakazam. So where where did where did he end up at? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I don't know. Love, love those psychic types. But yeah, I will say though, um, I do relate to um, people having Pokemon that they've had for games on in and not being able to bring them over yeah. because I remember like the one time I had a very big heartbreak with like losing Pokemon was um, back on like Pokemon diamond and pearl. And then I had Pokemon, my Pokemon ranch on my Wii. Mm-hmm. And then I tried to transfer oh, no. um, a couple of my favorite Pokemon over to the game. And then uh, the game crashed when my Pokemon were on there. I transferred a Manaphy over and Manaphy is one of the, uh, leg- one of the um, mythic Legendaries. Pokemon, the okay, blue yeah. thing with like the red um, Ruby in its head, the mm. water Pokemon. Mm. And I had a Manaphy. And I lost it. And I lost a whole bunch of other Pokemon. And I was just like, you know what? No, I'm done with Pokemon for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I, no, like, I hear that, you. That, that, and you're still done. For like three games. And I didn't jump back on until I think like X and Y like four years no. later or something. Yeah. So, yeah, losing That's Pokemon can really terrible. take a toll on did you, uh Did you play black and white? I, I skipped the black and white generation. Okay. And then I jumped on on X. Okay. Well, and X, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, X, X was a big deal because it was the first 3D one, like a 3D yeah. handheld one. But but I, I, I was a similar thing where, like, I loved – like, I played the shit out of Pokemon Blue. I think I ended up finishing with about 120 total on Pokemon Blue. I didn't get 150 of them, but I got real close, really, really close. I had all the starters and all that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I played the shit out of it. And then I got Silver. I played it for a while. And then I got Ruby, and I hardly played that. And then eventually I was just kind of like – yeah, uh, you know what I'm done with Pokemon. So I skipped I skipped some generations. But then I heard a lot of talk about black and white, and black and white was what brought me back into it. And mm-hmm. that was the one that brought me into it. But what I loved and I've I've like preached about it a bunch of times on the show, but what I loved about black and white is that all of the Pokemon were new. They were none they were all brand new to the game. So like mm-hmm. the so playing the game, you had to play all new Pokemon and you didn't get any of the older ones until after you beat the game. So like I thought that was so cool that they were just like no previous generations. This is all this generation Pokemon through the whole entirety of the story, and then you get to bring in the the earlier ones after that. And I kind of wish, I wish that they would do another game like that ever since. I mean, maybe they, mm-hmm. maybe they thought that was a wrong step, but I loved it. Like I thought it was the best way to come back into Pokemon because they were they were all new. Like there wasn't anything I was missing out on. Like I I was in the same boat as everybody else playing that game. You know, so it's like I thought that was so rad, and I really wanted Sword to do the same thing. Where I was like, can we just have just all new Pokemon? Like, I wouldn't even mm-hmm. care if they just, like, dropped the decks and just, like, started a new one. I know people would get really pissed about that. Or just maybe make that a post-game thing. But just make it, like, all new all new ones. Like, I'm, I like that, you know? I get I get mm-hmm. tired of seeing the same generation ones, one ones all over again, you know? Like, I'm kind of... I'm kind of a little over that. Like, I really realized that with playing Let's Go, that I'm like kind of, I'm over those first. Yeah, the first gen yeah. moms are uh, overrated at this yeah. point for me anyway. Well, I, I kind of, I feel like I have the same party every time. It's like, I want a different party. You know, I like, yeah. I got, I got my, you know, I got my Snorlax, I got my Alakazam, I got my Pikachu, I got my like Bulbasaur or whatever. I want different ones. You know, I'm, I'm tired of them. I need, I need new ones. You know, I need new stuff. I will say, I will say when I heard that there was a movement, you know, that had a name, 
about Pokemon, I was expecting <laughs> what Pokegate or something along those lines. I was <laughs> yeah. not expecting Dexit. Dex- like, Dexit is pretty extreme. <laughs> Dexit is kind of funny though. <laughs> That's for what it is. Oh, it's a great. I mean, it's a great. Yeah, it's great. But by the same token, it's also like that much more extreme than Pokegate. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone no. who's saying they're not going to buy it is totally going to buy it anyway. So oh yeah, they're making are. a lot of noise. <laughs> I mean, I'm buy- I'm going to buy it. I think it looks great. No, I'm super excited about it. It's going to be the best-selling Pokemon game ever made. Watch. It's going to break records. Oh, I mean, it'll definitely sell a lot. Are oh, you, it will, for sure. Are you uh, decided I mean, on Sword or Shield? I'm Sword. Okay. I might just get I'm Shield. shield boy. I, I might just get Shield because everybody's like saying or Sword. I'm sword then. Jeremy's going to get the other one that I don't get. That's <laughs> what yeah. the plan is. That's sort of my, like, that's what I've committed to. Yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting to see which which creatures on are on which Going all the way back to my Pokemon Y that I have. Yeah, well, you also have red. You have red, and I have blue, so we're uh, mm-hmm. opposite. No, I don't one. actually. I have blue. Oh, you have blue. I thought you had red. I oh, know. I guess. I guess not. I mean, but I did... I've never finished a Pokemon game other than Pokemon Snap. Mm. I finished three. I finished. Uh, I finished blue, black, and uh, and Y or X, whichever one I got. When you say finish, you mean just like the base story or like the decks. I've literally no never the base the base story. Uh, I've never story. I've never finished okay. the entire base story. Decks. I finished uh, Diamond X and Sun. Yeah, I, I didn't, and I guess Blue. I didn't I didn't make it through Sun. I know a lot of people love Sun, but I I liked it. Sun was I played chill. It, I just didn't get it all the way through. I counted Pokemon Snap just to kind of give myself credit, but I <laughs> that's not for real. I, I I mean I did beat Pokemon Coliseum, so there you go. Oh, I did also <laughs> beat uh, <laughs> uh, Pokemon Puzzle League. I did finish that. Oh yeah, well of course. Yeah, that was a lot quicker. I finished Detective Pikachu the movie. <laughs> nice. I, I, finished, I finished the game. So so there you go. So uh what else what else do we have here on the news, John? On the official official news. Yeah, uh, let's see what about. we got. So there was a Wii U firmware update. How about that? Yeah, I can't believe that. Like what <laughs> like what is it what does that entail? Your brand new console, John. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um I guess is that uh they wanted to make the the gamepad compatible with Mario Maker Two, so you can hook it up to your Switch. Oh, they wanted to update that'd it. That'd be actually pretty wild if they did that. They, they want to update yeah, it to where you can't use Mario Maker Online anymore or any other thing online on Wii U. I mean, they're still supporting that though. It's still there, right? You can still play Splatoon One and Mario Maker and stuff like that. They just made it ready for Just Dance. I thought that Your was only on Wii. Your company. Oh, good. No, I was saying I think Just Dance was only on Wii, not Wii U, the newest one. Yeah, but you can play it through the Wii U. Sure. Uh, for, yeah, yeah. The firmware, for it, so it's ready. It's a further improvements to overall system st- stability and other minor adjustments have been made to enhance the user experience. I love that. Keep rocking the Wii U, man. I, I still play it. I mean, I've, I've played some Mario Maker 1 How's on there. I was doing. And uh, the whole the virtual console is still great on there. It's a Nintendo Land machine for me. Oh, yeah. That's where I play Nintendo, Nintendo 64 games. On the yeah, on the virtual console there. Yeah, I still have. I mean, all of my like all of my virtual console stuff that I bought on the Wii lives on the Wii U now because I transferred it. So, so that's where Nintendo I'm Land's at. a great game, but I haven't. I've never played it multiplayer. I've only tried it single player. Even though that was the we, introductory we, game I got with my Wii U. We we played it multiplayer. I played it at your Where house. Yeah, it was so long ago. Yeah. I don't remember. And I was like, I played. No, we played it at your apartment. Like you and me and Justin and Amanda did. Played the Luigi's Mansion game on there multiplayer. I thought that was really cool. Oh, that's right, the chasing game. No, yeah, where we, where the one where it like shows your face when you win. That's that fun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and you can like put it on the TV. There was some interesting stuff in that game, but yeah, Wii U, the under, most understood system, misunderstood system. The Earthbound Creators Company is re- releasing a book on Satoru Iwata of compiled oh, yeah. Iwata. Oh yeah, I remember episodes. reading about that. Yeah, I saw that. That looks really cute. Like I love. The, so it's not, uh, it's not Hal, but it's like a related company. So the cover is like so adorable. Did you see that? Yeah, with little, cute. With with little Iwata there. Yeah, no, no, I love it. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I mean it's. I don't think it's in English, no, though, right? Is it? Is it only in Japanese? Can you get a Japan? Can you get an English version of it? I don't know because it looks. Uh, it looks pretty much only Japanese, but it would yeah, still be. Sure a, that's only going to stay over there. It'd be. It'd still be a really cool thing to have on your shelf, just to be like, hey, here's. There's the, no word on a localization. Yeah, unfortunately, I saw uh, this was kind of some last minute stuff I threw on here before we started, but I see that they're saying that Astral Chain is. They're planning on making it a trilogy. Oh, if it sells well enough, like that's uh, that's interesting. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel about Astral Chain. I think it looks really weird, but I also really want to play it. Like I think it looks, looks intriguing. It's a platinum game. It looks um, like a Tales game to me. It's not though. I mean, it, it's an act. Or not Tales. A, sorry, a Xeno Gears game. Yeah, it, I mean it does, but it's not. It's like full on action, not not RPG. I'm big on uh, Platinum Games uh, content, so like not getting Bayonetta 3 info this year in exchange for Astral Chain releasing um, is an equivalent exchange situation for me. Uh, but um, I feel like everyone who likes Bayonetta in those games are for sure going to enjoy Astral Chain. Mm-hmm. I was watching some of the Treehouse footage for it, and it looks really fun, but apparently even like the people that were demoing it um, that weren't the dev of the game were saying there's a nice curve to this game, so... Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I feel like anyone who gets it that's into those type of games is for sure going to love it. But I, I feel like with the Switch numbers and sales, they could for sure maybe get a sequel. We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, I mean, these two. They, yeah, <laughs> two of them. I mean, they seem to be selling stuff pretty well. I, I find it really weird that they – because, I mean, you you guys remember like that. It was like the Game Awards a few years back, and it was like – uh oh, yeah, Bayonetta 3, and here's Bayonetta 1 and 2 on Switch. And I feel like they were really pushing it. And then there was nothing, and they're like, "Oh yeah, this game." <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like no more Bayonetta. Oh yeah, by by the way, Astral Chain. It was just it just felt really weird that they just they just like pushed Bayonetta aside and went straight for this one. Like when they were, when I felt like they were kind of pushing it before with the re releases and all that, and then yeah, and the turnover rate for Astral like, nope. Chain was literally within the year too. Yeah, it was just kind of weird where they're just like, "Oh no, 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 not that one. Uh, <laughs> this one." So I don't know. I'm I'm excited. But I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it regardless. But yeah, that's a day one buy for me. We got a Mario Kart Hot Wheels track coming out. Looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does that. look cool. See that? Yeah, this is an eighty dollar Hot Wheels set. It's not um, cheap. Not cheap, but it looks uh looks looks cool. You got some space for it in your game room. You might want to like leave that out. It's just a cool thing to look at. Uh, and the cars can like go upside down and everything. Taking after Mario Kart eight. So are they standard Hot Wheels cars, or are they like a special like you know? Looks like they're little car. No, they're not. They're not battery powered. They're little Hot Wheels cars. Is it like? I mean, is it like the one where you like hold the trigger and it like goes fast, it unless, and then it like flies off the course and that type of thing? If you go on the Amazon uh, link that I sent you guys, there's a video on there, kind of shows you how it works. But it's got a lap counter, so it's an actual race. That's cool. And then there was some interactive element where you could divert your your opponent into the pit. Oh, oh! If you like hit him at the right time, right? Oh no! You uh, 
Yeah, no, it's like a spring-loaded thing. You like you like hit a, hit a button on it, and that's how they go. It's there's no remote controls. You like you put them in a little thing, and they like spring off, and then and they go through. Yeah, yeah, it's not like a not like a slot car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was a kid, I had a. Uh, I think we bought it at like a garage sale or like a. It was probably a garage sale, but it was literally like you know like an almost suitcase looking thing that you set down, and then like you could pull the track out, and it it was like you know like a a tape measure, mm-hmm. and you pull the track out. And then you also had like a launcher and I just remember having so much fun with that as a kid with all my hot wheels. And like I did, I actually made the loops like you would make the loops yourself by just like balancing your track against, you know, the table or the chair or whatever nearby. And so that's what this reminds me of. This reminds me of being like six or seven and just pitting them all, all my hot wheels against each other and seeing who could be faster than the other ones. <laughs> who can win? Who can win? All yeah. That. Cause I, it was always like, me playing by myself, so I was always just seeing which car was the fastest based on how they would race against each other, and 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 uh, elimination the process of elimination. Nice. I, another thing that I added on here, like right before the show, I don't know if any of you guys remember the God Eater series. Did, did any of you play that? Yes. I played, yeah. You, it was a nice I remember it. I didn't Monster play Hunter. It. I yeah yeah. It was a Monster Hunter tri- style game. It was one of them was for free through PlayStation Plus, so I played it on PSP. But there's a demo available, like just kind of came out of nowhere, for that you can play for the Switch. It's available right now. It's actually coming out on the 12th, so it's around the corner. But, but wait, you, which God Eater? God Eater Three for Switch in America? Yeah, no, it's in the. I'm looking at it's in the eShop right now. You can get a demo what for it. What the heck? Yeah, no, I'm, demo. I just I just downloaded the I just downloaded it right now on the eShop. What? Yeah, it like it's news like snuck in right before we started recording. But yeah, you can, you can get a demo of it. Uh, it's sixty bucks. You can preload it if you want. But I'm interested in play it, to play the game. It looks pretty rad. I just remember playing it on PSP, and I liked I liked what I played of it. It wasn't three though. I think it might have been two that I played on that. But yeah, I played God Eater two with my friends on a uh, PS4 not too long, like a couple years back. That was a fun one. Yeah, it's just it's cool that it slid on there. So yeah, check that out for sure. This is this one I think is pretty rad because I found it through a friend of the show. Uh, Martin Watts, uh, Nintendo 64 is getting an HDMI adapter adapter to play on modern TVs. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't fry your system, right, right, Jeremy? But uh, right, right, yeah, I'm worried about that. <laughs> but uh, 150 bucks. Uh, I think I saw uh, our friend of the show, Martin uh, Martin Watts. He does a uh, n64today.com. He's been posting a bunch of stuff about it, so. I know he's super into it, even though I feel and like maybe he... it's truly just this dongle and it's not a power dongle. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I have no idea how it's going to work. That's expensive. But it's 150 though. bucks. Oh, good. Yeah, well, for that, I mean, what's that new Hyperkin system going to cost? Or was, or was I don't even know if that's, that's that? if that even has a, a release date. Let alone. Yeah, a but does, I mean, it, does it play 64 games? It does. Yeah, there's a there's a new. I think it's Hyperkin putting out a new Retron style. Right, it's supposed to be like, in. yeah, because the, they did I mean, it with the NES yeah. and the SNES, and now there's the newest one, which is N64. Yeah, I don't know; those things don't. Work. I mean, they're they're not going to work as well as an original 64, though. I don't think. Well, if they're like, if, well, if they're hardware based, like the first two, then they will. Oh, okay, yeah, it depends on how they do it. I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get one. I don't have that type of money to be throwing around 150 bucks on an HDMI adapter. I just think it's cool that they're doing that, and I feel that. I feel that Martin had a similar thing to that, or he had a modded system already modded that did a, uh, yeah, that had that did like a 480p output or whatever. So 
I just wonder yeah. why it's so expensive. I mean, I know the market is relatively limited, but well, I mean, the GameCube one was wasn't cheap either. Like that, that wasn't that around the same. Like I feel like not the one that you got, Jeremy, but I feel like the one that came out after that was one fifty as well. Mm, it was a uh, closer to a hundred. Yeah, it's times like this where I wish Nintendo would just start putting these games on Virtual Console and let us buy them all for twenty dollars a pop, like God intended. They make so yeah. much money. <laughs> well, I mean, even. Even on the Wii, they sold their 64 games for $10. Like, I was like, yeah. Like, they awesome. did it already. Yeah. I don't know why they aren't doing it that's now. That's just turning yeah. money. It's all right. Or at least, like, uh, give us another, like, um, you know, you give us another mini console. Give us, like, a 64 mini or something. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I mean, we've been talking about mm-hmm. that for a long time since the Super, Ni- Super Nintendo mini, but it's just, we've never, we haven't really seen anything after that. Someone needs to start tweeting at Doug Bowser in mass. <laughs> Yeah, get get to him. Hear hear that so hear Mike that people Bowser. get get out there. Get 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 to getting on that. We got confirmation. Remember, we were wondering when Limited Run said they were putting out the Star Wars games. We got confirmation that they're actually going to release physical versions of the NES and the Game Boy games. Uh, so, yeah, I still I still don't get why they're doing it. I mean those those games are not good. They should at least release the Jap- <laughs> they should at least release the Japanese one where Darth Vader turns into a scorpion. I mean, come on, at least, <laughs> at least give us the weird ones. Like that that NES one was was not great, and, and I have the Game Boy one physical. I don't need them to send me their hundred dollar one or whatever. I right. just I really want to know what they're doing with those PC Star Wars games because if you're not if you're going to re release like Tie Fighter and like Dark Forces and Jedi Knight and all that. Why are you not putting it on Switch? Like, that's just like, that's a no-brainer. Like, you're going to make a shit ton of money for that. Like, I'll buy all of those games on Switch if you just just put them on Switch, too. You know, that would be great. I would love to play Dark Forces on Switch, like the way, like a good version of it. You can get, like, a there's a PlayStation 1 Dark Forces that you can get on PS3, but it's not good. It's not worth playing. <laughs> I'd rather play, like, the something that's more comparable than the PC version, like with the dual analog aiming and all that. I don't know. But yeah, no, there's yeah, there's actual picture, pictures out there of those cartridges for a limited run. So if you wanna, if you wanna waste some money on some overly expensive Star Wars games, uh, <laughs> there, there's John, there's you, posted, for you. <laughs> you posted this on our Slack, and I had seen it before, but yeah, the cuphead the Cuphead developers are like, what the hell, Cadence of Hyrule? Like, can we yeah. make a Zelda game too? Because like that'd be awesome. Cuphead wants to make like a. Or not Cuphead. Studio MDHR, the uh, developers of Cuphead, would like to make a Zelda game. And how cool would it be to have like a Zelda game in that f- 1940s style? It'd be amazing. I don't know. But I don't want to like. I don't want it to be like Contra though, like the way Cuphead is. Like I don't want to go around shooting stuff because that would just be like. I mean, that's just what they chose to apply their style to for that game. That doesn't mean they can't do other genres. Sure. I mean, I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it'd but, be interesting to see if um, they like keep that signature style that they have a Cuphead, or if they try a different style, or what what they what else they could do other right. than Cuphead stuff. I mean, they definitely want it to be a hand drawn style, but yeah. that doesn't yeah. mean it has to be like Cuphead. Sure, it could still yeah, be but fully animated, sprite based, right? They should all the game would be something. What they should do is they should go the other route and they should take Sin and Punishment and do it. And do that one because that would actually be fitting for it because that is a shoot 'em up game. But do it in the Cuphead style. Like, I mean, not that anybody remembers that game, but I would get it if they did that. <laughs> if they went, or if they, went they um, or if they did a Metroid or, thing that would shoot 'em up or something. 
Or if they wanted to uh, be really ambitious, they could go for like a Zelda style game, but like have it be like the art style of like the uh, the art from like Legend of Zelda one. Mm. Like however how that that art looked. Oh sure, oh, yeah. like, like, in, in that like in the book. Oh yeah, that yeah. Could, that would be Whoa, fun. That yeah, could be really cool. Yeah, if they make it. Oh like, man, how cool would that be if somebody went all the way back to the like concept drawings for an old man? You might be onto something there. That'd be legit. Well, didn't they have a? That'd be so legit. I guess they didn't. Wasn't like the game. Wasn't like the Mega Man, the weird Mega Man from the old cover. Wasn't he like an unlockable character in one of the Street Fighters or something? I feel like he was in. Yeah, it. he was. Uh, uh, Street Fighter one. Cross Tekken. The one that had the gun that like wasn't oh. didn't have the hand cannon. It was holding the gun. Yeah, I remember yeah. that being referenced and, <laughs> and stuff, which which is amazing. There he is. Yeah. Well, not that one, but Sunburn the one Mega that was Man. on the cover. And the, the, I, I didn't have flesh colored beads, so I had to give him. Sunburn face. He has to be uh, bashful. He's like the bashful guy from uh, from Yoshi. Same sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, and I know the cover, the fake cover for Mario from uh, Mega Man was it eight and nine did the same thing. Was it? Oh no, no, it was it was nine and ten that like had the guy with the with the gun on the front from the mm-hmm. old Mega Man stuff. But probably some pretty big news. We should probably mention this: that Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft actually united. And release a joint letter opposing Trump's planned tariffs on Chinese imports. I saw that. That's the best. That's the best way for video game companies to to uh, combine their efforts. There, <laughs> that's what I want to see. I want. I want them. I don't want to see them standing next to each other at the video game awards. I just want. I want to see them all unite against Trump because yeah. yes, everyone should unite against Trump. It's specifically against the uh, the Chinese based tariffs because all their hardware is manufactured in china sure yeah right even their like rumored uh new mini switch or whatever mm-hmm. is <laughs> supposedly supposed to be there you know i still i was in an event at an event tonight and people are saying like i ran into a guy i was like hey do you have a switch and he's like no i'm waiting for the new version and i'm like that's not a real thing yet <laughs> like it's not wow really uh it's, it's like all the people that got mad that the switch was delayed which it wasn't delayed they said it was delayed because it would didn't end up being the release date with what was rumored before. It's like, it's like, just get a switch, man. Like this mini version probably may not even exist. Like, don't, don't wait for that. Like, just go get and it. Even man. if it does, it's going to be <laughs> inferior. Yeah, exactly. And there's like over a thousand games for the system. Just, just go for, just go for, the if you're saying you're waiting for a switch now, then you just don't want one. Yeah. Right. Kind of. <laughs> you obviously True. don't, don't care that much, but I think bigger than that news than the Trump news is, uh, doesn't the Messenger DLC have an actual release date now? I think I saw that. Uh, yeah, that that happened around E three, but we got some more footage but, from the Messenger. But we, I don't think we talked about the actual date though. I don't remember there being an actual release date for it for Picnic Panic. I think they were just saying like summer twenty nineteen, but not an actual date. It has an actual date now. Yeah, it was right? July something. I don't have the date on here right now. Yeah, I put, I'm I, seriously loving all these like indie quality indie games getting like nice meaty DLC expansions. Oh yeah, oh I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you get the ple- yeah. I don't know if you get the pleasure of playing the Messenger, David, but I fucking loved it. It's a uh, July 11th is what it says. So July that's, 11th. that's pretty soon. That's around the corner. Two weeks. Fun-filled tropical yeah. ninja vacation coming for free to Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, yeah, and looks PC. Great. I can't wait to dive back into that game. Yeah, the messenger was great. That was our collected game of the year of last year, like of Ooh. between the three of us. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was written really well. Like the soundtrack was amazing. Like it was a lot longer than I thought it would be. It was pretty long for an indie, you know. 
It was enjoyable. Did you guys know, I think I sent you a message about this earlier, but um, you can go on to Discord and the shopkeeper from the messenger gets on there like once a week. And tells you a story. And, and it's like, a, I haven't really dove into it, but it's like a game. It's like like you're doing a live text-based adventure game and you can like buy stuff from him and trade things and all that. Hmm. Now that's um, meta. Yeah. Meta. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, look up the messenger on Discord. I love when like games like integrate their lore into the real world. That's amazing. I feel uh, what was it? I, I followed Badoof for the longest time on Twitter. <laughs> back back when I was like not even in on Twitter that much, but but yeah, there was a there was a Twitter account for for the Pokemon Badoof and all he just said was mm. doof doof Badoof and it was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> But he still tweeted, like, multiple times. Luigi's Mansion 3 and Link's Awakening were nominated for the best console game of E3. Yeah. Yeah. Now, a lot of people who played Luigi's Mansion 3 pretty much were willing to crown Luigi's Mansion 3 their favorite game at E3. It looks great. I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, really, those two? I was like, what would you guys put, like, your game of E3? I think the one I was most interested in was Animal Crossing, just because I've been fiending for Animal Crossing for a long time because it's been a long time since we've had a new one. So I feel like that's probably as the far as stuff that I hadn't seen before. To. Probably I was hoping for Animal Crossing, but Luigi's Mansion delivered the best. Yeah, it looked. I mean, it looked mm-hmm. really, really good. A lot of people are excited about like the co-op and all that. Yeah, Scarescraper is about to be my jam. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the the four player with the randomly generated stuff. I like the Guiji stuff as well. Like it's cool that you can do the whole game co-op as uh, with Luigi mm-hmm. and Luigi. I still would have picked Mario Maker two, even though it's coming out tomorrow. Oh yeah, of <laughs> the show. Well, I guess yeah. it was they they had a maybe because they had a direct before, so they had kind of already covered it, so they didn't really cover a whole lot like in E three of it. So they just kind of pushed it to the side because they had already shown all the stuff. That they also, they have the tournament too with it. The, oh, that yeah, was like yeah. a pretty much a big live demonstration yeah. for it too. I really want to. I was mentioning it to Kevin earlier tonight, but I really want to do a like the next I play games meetup. I really want to do like homemade levels where we just do like speed runs, like where you know, like they do on the Nintendo World Championship. Where yeah, you get a bunch, of, get a couple TVs set up next to each other, have two people like go through the same level they never played it before, do like a competition like that, like instead of the Smash mm-hmm. Brothers, it'd be be great. If you're listening, I know it's I mentioned earlier, Maker but Game Jam. Yeah, I, I know I mentioned earlier tonight, Kevin, but if you're listening, let's make that happen. I'll, I'll help you make some levels. So it'll be great. It'll be, be a lot of fun to do on there. Speaking of Smash Brothers, there's a video online of the guy who voices Winnie the Pooh uh, <laughs> requesting Winnie the Pooh for Smash. Why? <laughs> I, I thought that, too. I was like, why is this happening? Um, I mean, he could. He could. I mean, he can make people stick to stuff with honey. I guess is that that's the thing. He might. Well, so <laughs> the, the guy who produced the video is um, the guy who had that, that creepy Garfield video a couple weeks ago. Uh, didn't, didn't the guy's it. name is Lumpy Touch. Mm-hmm. And Sounds creepy. There's there's this service I didn't know about where you can go on. You can like hire notable people to cameo in your video. And so he did that, and he had the guy say, um, basically, it was like Fiverr, Fiverr Deluxe or something. Yeah, essentially, it was like you go on there, and there's 
like all these known people and everything that you can you can just hire for like one hundred and fifty dollars or whatever. One hundred fifty for. Yeah, no, I've heard of it actually. I, I looked into it just because. I mean, I didn't actually look into buying anything, but I did download it. I forget what it's called. It's called Cameo. Okay, yeah, yeah. I I was just curious as to what it was, but. But yeah, he did that, and he paid the guy to say it was something like, you know, basically, "Hey, Sakurai, put me in Smash Brothers uh, in the Winnie the Pooh voice." So if you want to hear that, you can hear that. And hope that he does not get added as the last uh, DLC character. I guess maybe he could like put his honeypot on his head and like run around and hit some people, I guess, as a as a finishing move or as a special move or whatever. He could have that. The honey bear uh, slot is already taken. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, with uh, Banjo-Kazooie? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgot, forgot about old Banjo. Apparently, I mean, this isn't uh, this isn't necessarily like real news, I guess, but I mean, it is still news. It's just not official. But somebody made a third banjo game for for Nintendo sixty four. I saw Martin put that on. Uh, like I said once again, friend of the show, Martin Martin Watts put that up on n sixty four dot com. But there's a mod, oh, the banjo three. Yeah, somebody made a modded. Uh, it's not called three. It's called like Banjo Kazooie and the something or other or whatever. But yeah, no somebody somebody made a third version. There's a bunch of stuff like that for Goldeneye as well. Where they made like later Bond movies or like earlier Bond movies with Fan the same modes. engine, like that type of thing. But it looked interesting. It was like I never, I never got to play Banjo Tooie, so I was like, you know, that was just that was like after, you know, it was after I had already moved on to the GameCube and that came around. So I was like, so I missed out on that. But, but yeah, it's cool that there's still, you know, there's still that a lot of Banjo love out there. I mean, if you've seen any other reaction videos, a lot of people going crazy for that type of thing. Banjo love, I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> I saw this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. You guys went there. There's another thing. <laughs> this isn't on our. It wasn't on our outline, but uh, Famitsu they dropped the 3ds from their release schedule. So another person mm-hmm. has bye, uh, bye. has gone has like lost faith in 3ds having new games. Mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be funny to mention that because we've said that before. Like when. Uh, like when I didn't talk about any of the sales for the 3DS, and Jeremy accused me of giving up on the 3DS as well. But yeah, and it seems like Famitsu is doing the same thing. They feel like the 3DS is done for, so they're not. But even... the Guggenheim in New York is going to add 3DS tour. Are they? No. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I was going to say, is that, is that what's going to happen? No. Another person gives up on 3DS. Um, apparently, Trials of Mana, the remake, is going to offer different endings depending on how you choose your party. That's kind of cool. Mm. I, I'm actually really bummed. I just found out that it's not multiplayer, though. It's just single player, the remake. Though, which seems like a missed opportunity to me. You it get does. you get three players. You should they should let you play three player. I don't know. I still I've been bad. I have I have the uh, collection of mana, and I've barely even touched it. I really need to get on that. Like I have. Wasn't a secret of uh, mana on the uh, SNES Classic? Mm-hmm. I think it was. It was. It yeah. is. Yeah. I have my uh, SNES Classic. I should probably play Secret of Mana on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Secret of Mana. Yeah, you already have it. Secret of Mana is good. I don't know if I've, what your experience was with it, but that soundtrack is fucking tight. Like I, I love the soundtrack of Secret of Mana. It's like one of my favorites. It's very very good. But they did. Uh, there's a collection of mana that came out around e- E3 time, and uh, they released Seiken Densetsu Three, which is like the big, you know, Secret of Mana Three or whatever, the sequel to, to Secret of Mana that people have been wanting for years, and now it's available. And I just played it for a tiny, tiny bit, and I have not gotten into it again. I need to like do a stream of it again or at some point, but 
Yeah, I've barely touched it. I need to need to get into that. I've just been doing too much Castlevania time spinner and Bloodstain and all that shit. Is there a is there... Zola's time? Yeah, is there anything that I'm missing on here, John, for news? I yeah, feel, I feel this like we've is kinda... relevant to you. Okay. Um, Japan's Narita International Airport gets a Nintendo check-in station. So I don't know what airport you're coming into Japan. I don't through. think it's I don't think it's Narita, but I'm not sure. I think it's the other one. But still, that's cool. So what does that mean? What's at this check-in station? So I guess you can sit there and just play Switch, um, kill time between flights. I I don't know, like uh, an area where you can uh, come and do stuff. Looks like they've got graphics painted on the wall. That's nice. Yeah, it's probably another place where they're like, hey, uh, you ever played a game called Breath of the Wild? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you should check it out here. I don't know. I mean, I don't know when they're setting it up. So maybe Mario Maker. Well, I'm obvious Mario Maker that's only coming out in a few days. Don't get on your connecting flight. Stay here forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That'd be great if they were actually selling Switches there. I mean, that'd be brilliant. Hey, need something to do on your flight? I don't think we mentioned it yet, but Dr. Mario, the... The uh, oh, Dr. Mario game. Was on game. The mobile yep. one, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, that's around the corner, too. July 10th. Honestly, that looks pretty solid. I'm I'm gonna enjoy that as a time killer mobile game. Were you able to, Were you able to play the beta, the game, the the uh, the Mario Kart beta? On, uh, uh, no, because that was on Android, and I have an iPhone. Yeah, my fiance played it. She said that wasn't very good. <laughs> she, yeah, she, that's she what happened here. It. Yeah, so hopefully it's better than that. And I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I feel like that should be around the corner too. Something like that. Yeah, they yeah, didn't say a date for that, did they? Mm. Doctor Mario World. Uh, no, Mario the, no uh, Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario I haven't Kart said tour. anything about it since yeah. that beta. Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're taking some time to fix it. I don't know. Doctor yeah. Mario World is available for pre-purchase on the yeah. App Store already. Yeah, no, I saw that. It'll like it'll like send you a message or whatever when it comes out. Like, I'm, I don't need I don't need it to do that. I'll I read enough Twitter stuff that I'll I'm sure I'll figure it out when when it comes out. Yeah. Android boy. Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy, have it an Android boy too. But uh, if there's a, is there anything left on there that we missed, John, for the news? That's that. I feel like that's. I think that's what we got for the week. Of course, if we missed anything, you know, feel free to uh, to email us. I guess we didn't mention it last week, but I know the guys who did Witcher Three. They said that they're very proud of their version of the Switch of their Switch version that they're doing, and they didn't really cut much back that much to make it run on the Switch. So I think that's pretty cool. They just did like a little bit less trees in the background, like that type of thing, and made the sky a little bit less more co- less complicated. But that's I'm wondering good. how um, how good those sales numbers are going to do because everyone I've talked to, no one's really excited to play that on Switch. Everyone's just like, I mean, if I wanted to play it, I would have did it already. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to play um, it on Switch. I've had, yeah, I'm definitely yeah, one of those rare it. folks yeah. that hasn't played on another platform and hard considering getting it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like I have to, and I hope I don't hate it as as much as I do most Western RPGs. I mean, it's going to be called The Switcher. It's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see what all the hubbub is about. <laughs> Everybody's been talking about how great it is and all that. It is quality. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys play any of the other games? One or two? Mm-hmm. No, no. I, I didn't even hear. I didn't even hear about it. I've actually heard three. it's a robust like world of fiction. There's like books and stuff. Yeah, and there's there's like, like a Netflix a show. Car game too. There's like a show coming up with uh, fucking ex Superman. I'll be in there. Henry Cavill is playing uh, whatever his name is, the main character. Geralt. Geralt, yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. Netflix. Uh, Geralto. Yeah. Netflix game shows 
video game shows have not well video game anything has not been great aside from detective pikachu so maybe that'll work better on that but i think that's our news for this week and this is our episode 177 thank you for everybody to listen listening to us and thank you david for joining us yeah thanks for having me and hanging out with us and all that we'll have to we'll have to do it again sometime in the future Mm -hmm. you know let me know if there's anything you want to promote or cover anything like that speaking of which is there anywhere uh where we can find you on the internet yeah, to for sure. Uh, if you guys want to follow my content, uh, look me up on YouTube at ConmenRDW. Um, also, I'm on Facebook at the same name and Instagram at the same name. Uh, but you can find me on Twitter at uh, Mario Party Animal. That's M A R I O P R T Y Animal. Um, and yeah, I do a whole bunch of uh, video game based content, anime based content, travel based stuff, and I stream on Twitch also at ConmenRDW also. Okay, nice. I'll, I'll put some cool. links in the details of this episode so you can check that out below. Mm-hmm. And uh, for as far as finding us, you guys know where to find us at uh, NintendoMainPodcast.com. If you like the show and you want to donate, you can go to Patreon.com slash NintendoMainPodcast where you can hear bonus shows that we have. And, of course, the recordings of our two live shows that we've done are on there as well. If you don't want to do Patreon but still support the show, listen to us on Radio Public. We get like uh, 50 cents per like episode or something like that. So uh, check it out. It's, uh, it's a free app, and you can listen to our show on there. Look up uh, Nintendo Main Podcast. Or at least follow us on Spotify because that's helpful now. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're iTunes on, is going under. Yeah, we're on Spotify as well, so you can check us out, check us out there. And uh, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast youtube.com slash Nintendo main podcast as well. And I'm on Twitter as Nintendo underscore domain. And a Jeremy is a J Mac stack with K's S T A K, right? M A K S T A K. You can find us on there. Uh, I've, uh, I stream at 2 AM Tuesdays and Friday nights. So you can check that out on there. Uh, yeah. Um, we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Bukowski. John Nitter. And a special guest. Yeah. David. And uh, we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. See you. Bye.